When you transform, you in the eye of the storm. Hell, Marys, I make it poor. Good, I ain't lying. You little giants, we been defying. Price. What's the cost? Be the boss, breaking down the walls. We all lean once the coin gets tossed. Got the plan of action, never acting. No need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. From three fours to four three. The founder of Slapdick Podcast, Slapdick uh, Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars, and the author of uh, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown. Straight, no chaser, real raw and uncut. Coach, every time you come on, I laugh, I learn something, and then I fear that somebody's going to be. Incredibly pissed off with what you said. All around hustler. Make no mistake about it. I've done this a long time. Try to eliminate this soft society we have. There's legend roaming Hey, you mean now love me later, like my book says. This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hey, Hell yeah. Hey, Slapdick yeah. Whiskey's good, so are the Stogies. Some real thought, real good flavor on these things, and the burn is excellent. Beautiful burn. Okay. Be true to yourself and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. They said let's call it the Slapdick Podcast. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. What up? What up? What up? YouTube, what up? The world, day after the Super Bowl. Here on the Slapdick Podcast. Welcome in on this fine Monday. Valentine's Day, all you ladies out there, shout out to you. If you didn't get flowers, you didn't get chocolates, if you didn't get, or if you don't have a man, shame on you. That sounds like a motherfucking you problem. I'm sorry, ladies, but that's a you problem. If you didn't get flowers, candy, or any of that shit... It seems like it is a you fucking problem. And if it's not a you problem and you blaming the man who didn't give you flowers, candy, or chocolate, it's still a fucking you problem because you picked a shit bird, deadbeat motherfucker. So either way it is goes, it's your problem. I'm sorry, ladies. Welcome into the Slapdick Podcast. Um, fine, fine show here on Merciless Monday. Fine, 2, two o'clock, 2.02 now after the intro on the whole, uh, on the podcast here, uh, Slapdick Podcast here on this fine Monday, Valentine's Day. We're at 2.02 p.m. on the West Coast Pacific time. Uh, appreciate everybody joining in. Um, lots to discuss, lots to discuss. Uh, the Slapdick Podcast, first of all, we pay the bills. is brought to you by betonline.ag after the Super Bowl. Football is over for this season. Don't forget, we do have the USFL coming up in April. Um, they are in practice swing mode. They're practicing every day right now. They've hired eight coaches. They've got eight cities ready to play. We're going to see Fox Sports is, produce, is uh, promoting it and funding it. So we'll see how the USFL unfa- uh, unravels here in the spring. So don't forget the USFL. So football is not completely over. But football is over for the, for the NFL. Basketball is in full steam for the NBA, both pro and college hoops. March Madness right around the corner from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. Bet Online is the number one sport spot for all your sports betting needs. Head on over to the website, betonline.ag. Use your mobile device. Sign up today. Receive 50% off. Welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, 
to get started. It's not just basketball. Bet Online is their source for hockey, UFC, boxing, and all the Olympic coverage and the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, Bet Online is your number one online wagering destination. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet Online, where the game starts. Go check it out. Tell them the real slapdick sent you. Um, man, a lot to discuss here on this fine Monday, merciless Monday. Um, happy Valentine's to all the lovely ladies in the house. Man, I can't tell you happy Valentine's Day. I just can't do it. I can't grasp the concept. Uh, each his own. You're going to have to go out and either find a lady to give flowers to or don't. But be different. Is everyone the same? Um, is every single person the same? Just gives out candy and chocolate and flowers. Is that the only thing you guys can come up with? Shit, there were there were some fucking cars flipped. Don't get it twisted. They 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 didn't show a lot of the shit, but trust me, they were fucking shooting fucking bottle rockets right into the crowd. Uh, there was some drama. Best believe, I think they already reported a couple hundred arrested. Uh, you know, they're probably just catching release though, because we don't have the room for these motherfuckers, right? So just catch and release them shit birds and we'll throw them right back out. Um, you know, you know, everybody's coming at me because I posted a nut dropping video that basically said, I'm calling it now. The Rams will win and they'll probably beat them by 14 to 21 points. Now, I just want you guys to understand something. I want you to see and understand how a football game is really played. And if you look at the dimension, see, I don't talk about what ifs. Everyone's talking about what ifs. Well, if if was a fifth, we'd all be loaded. If my auntie had balls, she'd be my uncle. We can get, we can go on and on and on and on. If this happened, if that happened, well, fuck, if I would have guessed the right lotto numbers, I'd be a million motherfucking air, right? So everybody wants to talk about all this shit. But the bottom line is OBJ don't get hurt, right? Again, if was a fifth. And if you call that offensive P.I. face masked on Jalen Ramsey, if you really look at the football part of this thing, the intricacies of it, you would have saw that Chase had two catches or something. The one-handed catch and late in the game in the two-minute drive uh, where they lost, where Cincinnati got sacked uh, by Donald and the game was over. I think he had two catches. So... They did, Ramsey did what he had to do. He got beat a few times on a few things, but that's what happens when you guard the best receiver each week on every team. You're going to get beat. I'm not a huge Jalen Ramsey fan. I think he's a shit bird. Personally, I don't know him though either, but just from his, what I see, right? Again, another assumption, put our foot in their mouth. Again, I don't know him, so I'll never try to make full judgment on somebody I've never met. All I can tell you is some of the dumb things he's done, uh, just like we all do, but the bottom line is, that's not even close to my worst take all all year, Jaden. Come on, dog. I've taken, I've had many worse. Motherfucker, I picked the Rams to win the Super Bowl eight months ago. It couldn't have been that bad of a fucking take. Let's see your takes, motherfucker. Everyone has to, likes to talk, but motherfuckers, we don't know who you are, Jaden. I know you come to the show, so I appreciate you. Uh, but I haven't seen you in a while, by the way. But... Bottom line is, we don't know 99.9% of you motherfuckers that's on Twitter and on Instagram and talking shit. 
you can see our lives from outside looking in, but we can't see your lives. Makes about right sense, right? That makes sense, right? JB's worst take. Motherfucker, please. Let me see your takes. <laughs> see, we can't see... Uh, we can't see your fucking takes. We, we can't see all your fucking joke-ass takes because nobody gives a fuck about you. Nobody cares about you. Everyone on Twitter, everyone on Instagram that make these fucking talk about all the horrible shit that we do as public figures, nobody gives a fuck about you. That's why you talk about us. You f- want to feel relevant. You want to feel like you're... Big time. You want to have a fucking, you want to have a fucking dog in the fight. No, you don't. <laughs> you really don't. And uh, apologize. And it sucks for you guys and everyone on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all TikTok and every other fucking thing else. Whoever wants to talk about how bad this and that was. Yeah, that didn't age well. Well, my motherfucking pockets age well, motherfucker, because I picked that fucking game eight months ago. By the way, I picked eight weeks ago that they would play the Bengals in the fucking Super Bowl, did I not? Okay, listen, I want to I wanna make sure um, everybody on this deal understands how to become a member if you're using your phone i'm actually going to post it right on the screen for all you youtubers i'm going to actually um, post it on the screen for you real quick all right i want you to see this membership instructions all you need to do is find my channel click on my channel page and you will see the join button it is really really that simple from what i've been told please try it let me know if it works um I posted it on YouTube. Basically, find my channel, click on the channel page, and they will see the join button. Click that shit. You can become a member. As simple as that. Please do so. Like I said, I'm going to discuss that here in a, in a second. But like I said, um, go hit the join button if you're on a phone, iPhone, or whatever. I think that's how you do it. And I can uh, I can find out... Um, if that doesn't work, let me know. But that's what I was sent. I appreciate a shout out to the guy that emailed me that. Um, but that's how you can become a member on your phone. So check it out. Um, go look at go look at that. Uh, $1.99, become a member. Um, like I said, you know, the perks are only going to continue to rise. I'm going to discuss that in a minute. But for $1.99, man, I mean, fuck, it's, it's not a bad deal to just chill and hang out five days a week now. Um, you know, um, I'll get into the whole deal. Matthew uh, Rosamoski, he said there's no button. Um, Desiree said that doesn't work. Really? Well, fuck fuck me, right? Um, Joshua said it was that easy for him. So, I don't know. I guess some people, um, some people it works for, some people it don't. I don't know. Maybe it's iPhone versus Android. I have no idea. That's what I was told. Um, if you, if, if that doesn't work, I do know you can go on a laptop or a desktop and do that. So, um, the Tony and Trisha G show, I appreciate you coming in, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member, hit the bell notification. If you haven't already, uh, Mike said it took him two seconds to become a member. Um, and, uh, Brad Richardson said, you can also click the dollar sign. It looks like, um, so I'm not sure, but, um, 
If you don't have it there, Young Halleck said you have an old-ass phone. So I love giving shout-outs to everyone. It's easy for an Android if your card is set up through YouTube and Google. So everybody has a say on this thing. I appreciate all the chiming in. I really do appreciate you. Matt Ortiz, congratulations. He is now a member. Give it up for Matt Ortiz. Uh, ETSU said he had no problem. So I appreciate everybody, man, chiming in. Please become a member. Like I said, we're going to show five days a week. We're starting with Merciless Monday. Uh, talk that talk Tuesday, work boot Wednesday, thirsty Thursday. Uh, you can have some bitches like Natalie call in. And then on Friday, you we have fearless Friday where we don't give a shit. And we're going to talk that shit. Um, so I appreciate everybody come, calling in, uh, joining in. Like I said, I'll take member only calls live. And uh, you got to drop your nuts and guts to be on this slapstick podcast. It's like no other real talk banter. Uh, like I said today, uh, I'm going to drop the quote of the day, though, before we get this thing started. Making sure you guys know um, this is Merciless Monday. So if I didn't have a quote of the day that regarded some mercy, there can be no mercy without truth. There can be no mercy without the truth. That's just the truth. And sometimes the truth fucking hurts a lot of you motherfuckers. But that's the quote of the day. There can be no mercy without truth. Please understand that because a lot of you don't. A lot of you guys don't. And uh, I don't believe you understand that at all. Um, so. Shit. It is what it is. Um, I'll be at the Riviera this weekend. Uh, end of the week this weekend. Uh, barring uh, Pat Perez makes it uh, makes the cut. I'm sure he does. He will. Uh, great times, man. Um, basically spent the last few days with Pat and his family, man. Uh, very, very, uh, you know, gracious. Let me stay at his crib and beautiful fucking house, man, overlooking all of Scottsdale. Um, won't give too many details, but a great, great dude, family, everybody. Uh, great dude, man. It was a great atmosphere there at the at the, uh at the waste management deal. I'll let Pat tell you when he comes on the show, how he likes that course and how, if he does or doesn't, uh, contrary to belief, um, it is an absolute shit show for a golfer. I can see as a professional competitor, I can just see how that shit can get on your nerves. They love Pat Perez. They revere Pat Perez, especially in Phoenix where he lives or resides. Um, Pat didn't make the cut, unfortunately, this time. He's, he's finished top six and nine the last two weeks. This week, he just, you know, he told me he's never really um, done well at that course. For whatever reason, he said he just doesn't do well there. And that's just part of the business, man. Um, I did learn a lot of interesting things about the tour. It is a one-man band. You are a solo act. It is like a wrestler. You have to fend for yourself. You have to get your own sponsors. You have to do certain things. Um. So, you know, it was just one of those deals, man. You know, I was pretty much the only cat on the course during uh, the waste management that was inside the ropes walking with Pat. So it was pretty incredible, pretty good deal, man. I, was, I had a police escort. Um, it was pretty, uh, pretty nice, man. Um, not that I needed a police escort, but that's just who travels with Pat, especially when he was home uh, because he is so revered there. You know, he's the Jordan-wearing golfer on tour that – that basically everybody knows because he's this real one. He talks shit. He motherfucks. Um, 
He throws clubs. He threw the ball into the number 16 crowd because they just, you know, they either boo you or they love you there. And, uh, you know, he had one roll back in the sand and, um, you know, uh, then he made the putt and, you know, he threw the fucking ball into the thing. It, it, Pat's a, Pat's an entertainer, man, to say the least, even though he's not trying to be, you know what I mean? He's beyond that. And he's one of the oldest cats, uh, not oldest, but he's been one of the, he's the, one of the most OG tour players. So a lot of the youngsters still look up to him. Um, and Pat's done really, really well for himself, man. Brandon, McLa- Brandon McLaughlin, I appreciate you becoming a member of the Slapdick Podcast here on YouTube. So, quote of the day, there can be no mercy without truth. That's just true shit, all right? That's just real talk. Like, you can't you can't um, have one without the other, man. I just I truly believe it. Um, but we're here on Merciless Monday, man, because we take no fucking mercy, and we're not going to take any mercy. I got a contrary to the belief segment to get this party started. Um, a lot of, lot of new things here. I put on the show on YouTube. I'll put it right there. A lot of cats don't understand that Antarctic, the C is very, very silent after R. It's K-tick. A lot of you motherfuckers just say Arctic. <laughs> is it Arctic or Arctic? You guys don't realize that. 99% of you out there don't know that there's really a difference between Antarctic and Antarctic. There is no such fucking thing as Antarctic. So I'm just throwing some knowledge because it's a slapdick podcast and coaching is teaching. Teaching is coaching. And if I don't teach some of you dumb motherfuckers what these things mean, then I'm just allowing it just like every other fuckstick coach out there who don't start the drill over because you just fucked us. So we allow it instead of fucking starting the whole goddamn practice over like I would do. But anyway, a lot of you guys don't know Barbada. Barbada wire versus barbed wire. Or some of you fucks say Bob wire. It ain't Bob wire, motherfucker. You fucking illiterate. It's not barbed wire. It is barbed. It's one fucking word. B-A-R-B-E-D. That's what the real word is. So make sure you got your pen and your pad out there. You're taking fucking notes because this is fucking English teacher because in the hood... Education, degrees, and all these different things are very, very, very fucking overrated. Just so you know. It's a fucking hands-on life fucking we live in. It's hands-on experience-based. I believe nowadays a big percentage of billionaires are fucking entrepreneurs without a degree. Now, I'm just going to be real because they took a fucking trade. They took a fucking trade on or they took on a fucking skill instead of went and dove into fucking political justice or criminal justice or fucking. They were oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to just take a sociology. I'm going to be a sociology major. What are you going to do in life after that? Uh, I don't know. I just want to get the fucking easiest major on my fucking resume so I can pass the classes so I can play basketball, play football. Well, guess what happens after that? Fuck stick. You don't know what you're doing and don't even end up getting a job within your fucking degree. So now you're out there doing some shit you don't even want to do or know how to do. 
It blows my mind that ignorance is that life-threatening and you guys refuse to fucking look up some shit before you choose to do it. It's like everyone out there on Twitter. They talk before they know. So after I posted my video yesterday, you know, me being letting my nuts hang like I do, I get fucking black. So the game, you know, we start off, get ahead. Rams start off ahead. Then the Rams get get a touchdown thrown on them on an offensive P.I. no call, right? And then they're down. And everyone's like, oh, that age well. That age well. Like, you motherfuckers don't learn to shut the fuck up until the game's over. You guys don't learn until shut the fuck up until the game is over. Because I said, okay, everyone out there, just calm down. <laughs> the Rams are one score away from winning the game. <laughs> like, God damn. Um... Some of you motherfuckers are so fucking eager to talk. You guys just want to talk to hear yourself. You don't even know what you're saying. You just talk to hear yourself. It fucking blows my mind. You just talk to hear yourself. Jerome Gillian, or Gillian, I appreciate you becoming a member of the Slapdick Podcast. Um, but anyway, you know, today those were some words I looked up and found. Those are just words I hear, like do it, be, just being out there in life. Also, though, I want to make sure you guys understand, contrary to belief, um, after watching the Super Bowl, if you didn't understand or listen, or if you never hear or listen to me what I say, a lot of you guys do hear me, you just don't fucking listen. But if you did listen, a lot of you would understand that, contrary to belief, along with this segment that we are in, contrary to belief segment, by, brought to you by betonline.ag Coaching is very overrated Coaches lose games And players win them I just want you to understand that And if you didn't notice that last night Then you really don't listen to any fucking thing I tell you Because I tell you guys all the time That coaches lose games And players win them It's not the other way around the coach don't make the greatest fucking call to get you out of a fucking no-win situation. No. The coach can make the shittiest call, and you can get him out of a no-win situation like Matt Stafford did last night. With the, he threw over to Mike Backer in front of the fucking Mike Backer, a pretty much an Aaron Rodgers type of dime. And, um, you know, it... it he, he's, I told you he's a top five ball spinner of all time, in my opinion. He just was with a horrible, horrible franchise for so long. Um, and, uh, you know, I just want to throw that out there. Coaches lose games. Quit thinking they don't. It's, it's Quit thinking that the fucking coach, oh, it was a horrible call. Zach Taylor gave the ball to Perline and they all knew it. Did they know it? The motherfucker hasn't had one carry all night. So do you think they would think he's in for pass protection or to run the football? Because, see, I don't believe it was a very bad call. I believe it was horrible execution by the players. And I believe it was a fucking decent call. I don't mind it at all. You got to get one yard in the NFL. If you can't get one yard in the NFL, then you need to be fucking cut. See, that's the problem. See, everyone wants to blame the coach. And I'm going to dive into a, a great Kyler Murray segment later on where Stephen A. is now bashing every single fucking coach over these shitbird-ass, soft-fucking-cunt-ass players. And it's Merciless, merciless Monday fucking goddammit, so I have no mercy for these motherfuckers. Kyler Murray is 
fucking James Harden of the NBA. That's what he's going to become. He has a lot of CU next Tuesday in him. Go figure out what the acronym is, motherfucker. Forget it. I'll tell you since we're on Merciless Monday. It stands for current. That's what CU next Tuesday is, motherfucker. This motherfucker is going to be another fucking James Harden who demands a trade. So now, a Cliff Kingsbury, who I don't fucking like at all, wouldn't let him in my office. He's a shyster. He's done a couple kids of mine wrong. I'm still not going to tell everyone that Cliff is the reason Kyler Murray is unhappy and deleted his fucking Instagram. I wouldn't give a fuck if you deleted your Instagram, motherfucker. I wouldn't even be following your fucking sorry ass. You're a professional. This is the big league, grown men league. This isn't babies. I don't have to monitor your social media. I don't give a fuck if you go out there and smoke weed on the motherfucker. You will be cut. You will lose your money. And you will take your signing bonus that you got and you will go spend it on Jordans and fucking a cell phone and some fucking Rolexes. You'll be broke in six months and then you'll start blaming every fucking buddy else. Instead of looking in the mirror at your dumb fucking self and your enabled motherfucking self and... You'll maybe think, damn, dog, why, why, do I, why did I chase the instant gratification? Why did I chase the fucking instant gratification? <laughs> I got to I got, I have instant fucking gratification now in this world. That's what we need. Kyler Murray has to have instant gratification. Hey, dog, I was to let you know something, you fucking mental midget. Not only are you a mental midget, Kyler Murray, you're a fucking midget on top of that. I told everybody that Kyler Murray wasn't going to make it. Did I not say that Kyler Murray would not fucking make it? Have I not said that over and over for at least a year and a half? Has anyone ever fucking listened to what the fuck I talk about about quarterbacks? Have I ever been wrong with a quarterback? Have I been wrong with a quarterback yet? Please stand up with your fat motherfucking self and get your fat fucking foot out your motherfucking Fat ass ears because that's what you do. You put your fucking fat feet in your fat ears and you don't hear shit and you don't listen to shit. And then you put your fat ass foot out of your fucked up fucking ear and put it, shove it in your fucking mouth. That's when you shut in your fucking mouth. You shove your fat foot in your mouth, got earwax on the shit because you don't want to listen. And then you want to fucking go off and start talking about how I'm going to anoint Kyler Murray is the best thing. Kyler Murray is garbage. He should have went and played baseball in the midget league. I told you fucks that, but you don't want to listen. You motherfuckers don't want to listen. The motherfucker is not very good. Okay, he can't stand in the pocket and make a fucking decision and make a throw on time. He wants to escape the pocket and start fucking doing all this old shit. No, you don't, motherfucker. You are not very good. You're a midget on his knees. <laughs> now staying please. Anyway, that's a whole nother song. You don't know about that song if you're born after 1986. But the bottom line is Kyler Murray's not very good. And now he's going to be another fuck like James Harden who demands a trade. And that's how soft it is. I would not let that motherfucker out of his contract if it killed me. And I would make it the fucking worst possible office relationship there could be. Fuck that motherfucker. Because, see, we're giving these motherfuckers too much. You, you're telling me you make millions of dollars to play a sport that you so-called love that you chose to play. Nobody put a gun to your motherfucking head and put it on there. And... 
Now you're going to force a trade and you don't want to work and, um, you know, you don't want to fucking, you don't want to show up. But guess what? My fucking homeboys have to show up at Walmart and serve your bitch ass fucking groceries every day, motherfucker. He don't get to take a day off. He don't get to fucking take time off. And then he has to deal with you fucking coughing on him and shit and all this old dumbass COVID shit. And he's there every day. Frontline worker. You're an enabled fucking cunt worker. That's what you are. That's what you need to become. I can't stand these soft motherfuckers, man. I'm so over these soft motherfucking bitch ass fucking millionaire cats who can't understand that you are the platform for every single youth in America. Every single kid in America, you are the platform and you're pissing down your fucking leg. You are pissing it down your fucking leg. Because you refuse to pass it forward. You refuse to pass it forward. You won't help these young cats. Especially the young inner city cats that you so-called want to help so much. But I don't see you helping shit. I see you crippling them motherfuckers. And I see you enabling them motherfuckers. I don't see you doing shit. God damn. Anyway. um, Anyway, contrary to belief, coaches lose games, players win them. If you think that the Cincinnati Bengals got to the Super Bowl because of Zach fucking Taylor. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, anyway, a lot of you motherfuckers do, though. A lot of you fucking do. You guys think that truly. You really, tru- you really truly think that shit is real. I'm just like, God damn, dog. Um, Yes, I was with Pat and the boys all week long. Great week, man. Exhausting week. I'm fucking exhausted. I'm trying to give you guys a little energy. I'm fucking exhausted. Um, You know, I was with Pat and the boys all week in L.A., Radio Row. I was on probably 10 or 15 shows. Um, I didn't plan on going there to be on shows. I planned just to go kick it and smoke with my boy A.J. Hawk and chill and have some whiskey and, 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 you know, but... It became a fucking spectacle. Everybody wanted me on their show. I almost choked fucked a motherfucker. Adrian Peterson actually was up there with him. And then I see him get arrested yesterday. And I'm just like, see what I'm saying, dog? But, you know, everybody's going to have a fucking excuse. And everybody has a fucking deal. Angelo, everyone, please help Angelo and everybody else in here asking how to become a meet, uh, a member. Sean Walker, Kyle, everybody. Uh, there is a membership join now button, I believe, on your phone, or you need to get a, on a laptop or a desktop to join and become a member of the Slapdick Podcast. Pat McAfee and the boys will be down all week. They'll be chilling. So I need to grow this channel. Um, I need 2 million subscribers by the end of Friday. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. Uh, but I'm just being honest. Um, there is no Pat McAfee show all week, so why not be the be the show of all shows, um, if he ain't going to be on, right? So, I'm going to get this thing going. Uh, I appreciate you guys becoming a member, joining now. Uh, like I said, uh, we're going to grow this channel, man, and we're going to go five days a week, 2 p.m. on the West Coast. Um, so, uh, make sure you're becoming a member. Like I said, the perks will only grow. I think some. I think $1.99 is pretty fucking good, for a fucking and I and I got to get into my slack slack dick slap dick segment here because the perfect segue for me to jump in to my sa- uh, slap dick segment. Yeah, I did see Fifty Cent. He did bulk up. No, I don't think he bulked up. I think the motherfucker was hanging upside down and he was so fucking winded. Did you notice how fucked up he was? He probably almost had a heart attack. <laughs> 
Did you see that motherfucker? He was hanging upside down and was like, holy fuck. I know all his blood rushed to his head. The motherfucker got up. I'm surprised he didn't pass out. And I was like, damn. So anyway, um, but I'm going to get to this slap, slapdick segment here. All right. I got to get to this deal. All right. I got to let you know something. William Stuckmeyer, appreciate you becoming a member. So look, I got, I got this fucking dude who I get a call. I get a, a email from YouTube, right? This is real shit. This motherfucker said he canceled a, a membership. He was a member. I don't even, I haven't looked into who he is or nothing. He was a member, probably one of those bots or what do they call them? Bots or trolls or whatever. Fuck, you know, those guys. But anyway, um, he canceled and he did a survey. Now this has got to be one of the biggest slap dicks in the world. Okay. This is just cause it's merciless Monday. I give no fucks. I give no, I have no mercy for these motherfuckers. And until everyone listening out there understands you need to stop giving these motherfuckers having mercy for these fucking bottom feeders. When we cut out the bottom feeders and have no mercy for these motherfuckers, you will see cancel cultures stop. You will see enabling stop. You will see the instant gratification of America stop. You will see the fucking everything. No, everyone knows it all stop. So until you have no mercy for these bottom feeding fucks, like I'm about to explain to you what the fuck this guy did, it will never stop. When are we going to cut the head off the snake? Well, this is one of the snakes the heads need to be cut off of. Okay, just so we're clear. This guy filled out a fucking report. Okay, I just want to make sure you understand. He filled out a report on why he canceled the Slapdick podcast and his huge hard-earned $1.99 a month. Even though he buys 10 donuts a week, <laughs> this motherfucker probably spends $100 a week on donuts because he's one of these 600-pound life fucks. I bet you money he would be. He is, right? Um, but he filled out a survey to cancel to say they don't like, he didn't like the perks and wrote an actual synopsis on why he basically has zero fucking life and needs to be, I think he needs to be castrated immediately. He needs to go out back and have his motherfucker needs to castrate his bitch ass. That's what we need to start doing with these motherfuckers. <laughs> this motherfucker wrote a synopsis on why he deleted, why he canceled my membership. I, so I, I wanted to write back to YouTube. I wanted to say, I guess this is a thing. I guess you could literally write a fucking report on why you're canceling YouTube memberships on, on certain people's shows. And then they get the report and actually send it to me or the owner of whatever. And I said, you got to be shitting me, dog. You have to absolutely be fucking with me after this long ass week I just had traveling all over the fucking place. And then I get an email that you canceled the dollar ninety nine cancellation it was a major fucking catastrophic deal to you like is this is life this fucking serious is it really this serious dog i got i gotta know because 
Dog, there's a Pamela and Tommy Lee movie out there right now, people. Is life this serious to cancel the $1.99 thing and tell everyone why? Dog, just cancel it, homie. Just cancel it, big dog. <laughs> you don't got to let everyone know you didn't like the perks. But I bet you the perks are probably well worth it. Ask a couple people in the room here that's one uh, fucking trivia question. Or a poll question, or answer just a fucking shits and giggle question that I've thrown out there. Why don't you ask those guys who've got at least a $40, $30, $40 hoodie or a, a bottle of whiskey who cost me about $100 because of shipping and fucking uh, the whiskey itself's 40 bucks, And then I had to ship it for fucking 40 And then I had to package it for another 10 So I think the perks are pretty fucking decent. If you're a supporter of JB, you ain't got to be a supporter of me. I, I really don't give a fuck, to be honest. I think I've lost 200 followers on Twitter, by the way. Give it up to you 200 haters that have dropped me on Twitter. I want to clap it up. I really want to clap that shit up. Love your haters. They are your biggest fucking fans. I had to talk to Pat's wife, Pat, Pat Perez's wife, about this very thing. Because she takes a lot of fucking heat and a lot of drunk. She gets a lot of hate and shit. And, you know, she don't give a fuck. She drops her proverbial nuts. Proverbial nuts. She don't give a fuck about it. And she'll talk so much shit. And and she's a writer. That's why I roll with her and, and, and rock with her. And, and I'm there because people want to. You don't even know the drunk fucks on these courses who talk shit about people's wives and shit, dog. Like, dog, you, you're so in. You're so protected. You know what I'm saying? You got these, you, you know, you, I, myself, a Pat Perez or anybody cannot touch you because we'll be on TMZ or ESPN or anything like that beating your ass and then you'll sue and do the bitch shit that you do. But it's amazing to me that I hear people talk shit and you know me, I got to go talk shit, dog. I, I got to let you know. So, so this was the very first time. In my life. Now, listen, shout out to uh, Scottsdale and Phoenix. Everybody was very, very gracious. People, the fans that knew me, loved me. Uh, I appreciate all of them. I hung out with a few, uh, took a few pictures, signed a few uh, T-shirts or what have you. So, great time, right? Packed house. I think there was a million fucking people at this deal. Um, it was unbelievable um, for a golf venue. Um, but I got to let you know, I got into my first... I, I, I met my first in-person hater, and I believe he hated because he had some liquid courage in him, but he was a, he was a midget, right? He was like 5'9", little preppy white dude. It was 100 degrees, and he's in a fucking sweater vest, and uh, I had a dude come up to the ropes, to the cops, because I'm inside with Pat, walking, we were on number two, I think. And Pat already birdied one. We're, we're on our way. And uh, um, this motherfucker is like, hey, uh, coach, appreciate it, man. Da, da, da. And I was just fucking with him. And I'm like, oh, I still ain't watched that shit. He starts laughing. And then this dude comes in drunk, right? I can see he stumbles to the rope. He's like, good, because it sucked anyway. <laughs> so, you know, I'm with the cops and shit, and, 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 and I wish I didn't, but because the cops had to like, come on, coach, chill out, because they, they, they knew who I was. They were good dude, good cops, man. Shout out to the police, sheriff, and the uh, county, and the, and the city cop. Um, they're actually Pat's personal police, uh, but they're actually policemen. They're cops. Um, I said, well, your girl sucks, <laughs> but I'm not complaining about that. 
And so the whole crowd right there just started laughing, you know what I mean? And I think I said a few other vulgarities. But um, so the cops like, come on, coach, you can't get into it with these fuck sticks. Um, but I thought it was hilarious. That was my first time ever. I had a hater in person. Um, so I'm, I'm sure he's one of the people that, you know, was on Twitter this weekend talking shit. But, you know, it was funny. I, I love my haters, man. I really do. They, they were my they're my greatest fans. Like I said, I, I got a lot of I had a lot of love out in Phoenix and Scottsdale, man. Uh, great time uh, rolling with Pat. This week's in the, the Riviera. Um, great. Another great venue, man. And then uh, Pat goes to Florida. So, hey, it's been a great deal. Uh, it's been a, it was a great time, man, chilling and, and doing all those things. But. You don't have to tell YouTube why you canceled because you don't like the perks. Just go away. Like, go away. I lost 200 people on Twitter, and I think it's a great thing. I, I didn't even know. I don't, I don't know if I lose people. I don't even know how to do that. I had, a, I had a guy that wants to be my publicist break it down and show me this past weekend, hey, you've lost 200. He showed me the data. I didn't know how to do that shit on Twitter. I said, really? I lost 200 people? I'm, I got a hard on my dick got hard when I, he told me I lost 200 people. I said, I must be saying something worth a damn. <laughs> That's the real shit. That's the shit you can fucking take that shit and drop the mic on, motherfucker. I must be saying some shit that really means something for you to drop me on your Twitter account, motherfucker. I, I give a fuck less. Why the fuck you Drop me as a follow. Do you think I didn't sleep well that night, motherfucker? <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, it blows my mind. But anyway, dog, you don't like the perks because you're a bottom feeder who hasn't earned any perks. Do you understand life is a sacrifice, motherfucker? Do you know that you have to be all in, both feet in? You can't have one foot in, one foot out and think that you're, oh, I, I didn't win the lotto, so fuck, let me go kill myself. Blah, boom. No, motherfucker, you got to play to win. You have to play to win. You have to be all in to play. <laughs> like, you get that? Do you understand it goes both ways? You motherfuckers don't. You don't understand that shit. There's a sacrifice to be great at anything in the world. Leaders create more leaders, not more fucking followers. I just want to make sure you know that. <laughs> so, you know, I just want to make sure that you know that. Um, stop fucking thinking everything's supposed to be handed to you for nothing, for absolutely nothing. You earn what you get in life. I don't give a fuck what they say. You earn what you get. You get what you earn. It ain't a fucking fluke. It ain't a fucking fluke. I'm just going to be honest with you. Well, coach, he's lucky and my luck's horrible. Dog, ain't nobody in this fucking room having worse luck than my motherfucking ass. I can't say that either. Devo, I, pro I, I, I want to correct what I just said. Devo has ha been handed a bad hand in life, just like we all have at some point. He's lost a limb for it. And guess what? That motherfucker has a smile on his motherfucking face every goddamn day and attacks life like most people should. But we got these motherfuckers who got money coming from money fucking families and can't fucking 
figure out how to get out of their own fucking way and want shit handed to them. This motherfucker's walking around with one leg and not even bitching and moaning. Ever. Never. He never sucks his teeth. Man, my leg got cut off. Motherfucker, nobody cares. Devo recognizes that. Why can't you? Why can't you? Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> like, dog, it blows my mind that you can see cats like Devo who come in this motherfucker and smile at you in your face. And he has one limb missing. You are fully capable and able to go do any fucking thing you want to do. Be the next Pat Perez. Be the next fucking Michael Jordan. Be the next fucking whoever. But you want to fucking waste most of the time in your life bitching and moaning why the fuck you didn't get a fucking break. Well, why don't you go figure it out, motherfucker? Why don't you go figure it out? Josh Fele, I appreciate you. I don't know, but now you're not a member again. It says new member, and now it says you're not a member. So let make sure you fix that or check into that. I don't know what that means. Um, but anyway, man, I'm just on my slapdick rant, and I'm not even down the fucking deal. I appreciate everybody that's in the show, man. Uh, we got 140 people in here. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member of the Slapdick Podcast today. Like I said, this is going to be the best show of the week anywhere because Pat McAfee's show is gone. He's done for the week. He's taking a must, a much deserved vacation for him and the boys. Uh, great time kicking it with him in LA all week on Radio Row. Got to see a lot of people. Uh, got to meet a big fan of mine that I did not know I had. Uh, actually a few of them this week. One of them being Walter Payton's son. Shout out to my main man. He is a, uh, great, great dude. Came approached me, man. Told me who he was. He's out in Chicago. He works for, I think CBS and a few other affiliates on the news. Uh, Walter's son, man. Walter was an idol of mine. I use one of Walter's great quotes. If you guys don't know, I use one of Walter. Peyton's great quotes and he his quote is um, if you guys haven't um, if you guys don't understand or know this quote it really is a great one for a lot of people especially the ones who like go on YouTube and cancel a subscription and then bitch and moan about it that is a true statement and one of Walter's famous quotes is um, if you're good at something you tell everybody and if you're great at something they tell you that is a, that quote I used to have over my office window, that is a true statement. And most of the time you think you're good at something, you tell everybody about it. It's really because you're not very good at it at all. But if you are good at it and great at it, they tell you, dog. They really tell you. <laughs> um, they tell you guys. So I just want to make sure you understand that. Um. But, you know, it's a great uh, day to have a great fucking day today, right? Uh, new merch should be dropping this week, CoachJBStore.com. Uh, I'm wearing a T-shirt right now. This is very, very snug on me. I will never stand up. It's not, a, it's not a halter top quite on me yet, but until I drop to about 220, I wouldn't wear this. This is a 3X, but... It was a mistake, so we will uh, we'll make, he is, this is a great-ass material, though. I'm just going to be honest. The material is legit. It's soft. It's cotton, but it's a real deal uh, feel to it. It's not cheap. It's very, very good. This is what the NFL uses. So the sizing got fucked up, and uh, 
So, um, but the material, you should see the hoodies are very good. I'll wear one tomorrow. Very nice. Very sweet. Um, they'll be up hopefully on coachjbstore.com this week, and I'll promote it and let everybody know. Um, but slapsticks, we're still talking slapsticks of the week and all this stuff, man. There is a... JC, I'm, a, I'm on a diet every fucking day, motherfucker. <laughs> it's called fucking your girl. <laughs> I lose weight, motherfucker. I burn calories fucking your girl every day, motherfucker. You need to go on a diet, motherfucker. So anyway, Pamela and Tommy Lee movie is coming out. And I'm lost with this shit, people. I gotta be real. I'm lost with this shit. Um, do we have absolutely zero to do Nowadays, we are worried. We're coming out with a fucking Pamela and Tommy Lee movie. Have you seen the actors in this motherfucker? Did you see the actors and actresses in this motherfucker? <laughs> they tried to make that motherfucker look. It's on Hulu already, they said. Holy fuck. It's on Hulu. Yeah, I'm not. No, I, I'm going to be real, dog. I, I got to be real. Um. I don't, I will not lose in shit talking. Like, you have no chance against me. I don't give a fuck if you're a comedian or an actor or a motherfucker that thinks he's funny. I will fuck you up. I, I've done it my entire life. It's not just something new. If you gave me a little platform like you guys did, I really am going to fuck you up. So you have no shot. You have no shot at trying to clown me. <laughs> You can talk about all this diet I w you want, motherfucker. Shit. Um, but, but the main weight on my body is my dick and my balls. And that shit, I cannot lose weight on that shit. You dumb fuck. That shit just will not go away. So, Pamela and Tommy Lee. I'm lost with this shit. I really am. Um, I could never watch that shit. This motherfucker made a fucking porno they made a porno of her sucking tommy lee's dick at the time everybody th was on the news this when the internet came out and everyone was talking about um they were talking about like tommy lee had a big dick and pamela lee, pamela anderson sucking it on the boat or some shit i don't remember the whole thing i don't even know if i've ever seen the video i just remember when it came it was like in the 90s i want to say um that shit was comical to me and it was not a big deal. We didn't have cell phones like that and shit. But it was from their honeymoon. Okay. Um, so what? Are, what is the movie about, though? Just them, like, doing lines of coke and fucking just wait, spending money like crazy and fucking being idiots? <laughs> is that what the fuck it was? <sighs> Why are people mad that Snoop Dogg smoke weed? Why does motherfuckers, why is everybody in everybody else's lane? Please uh, let me understand this. First of all, California is a weed state now, apparently, if you didn't know that shit, right? So everyone's mad that he smoked weed. I don't think a motherfucker in the crowd or anyone that matters cared about Snoop smoking weed. <laughs> motherfuckers act like Snoop is a fucking priest. Six days out of the week, and then he becomes Snoop Dogg and started smoking weed. Like, do you know this motherfucker smokes weed on every single thing he does? 
Holy fuck, some of you cancel culture fucking people do need to get a fucking life, man. Especially on Merciless Monday. Please have one of you motherfuckers call in today. And let me tell you how much of a soft bitch made fuck you are. about, And, and tell you how to put your fucking head somewhere and go fucking tongue kiss motherfuckers assholes all day. Because that's what you need to be doing. And... Ooh, I hope they smell like Budussy. That's balls, dick, and pussy for any of you out there that don't understand the definition of Budussy. Anyway, I'm out here teaching today. God damn it. Who is the fuckstick? This should be its own segment. Who is the fuckstick that ran on the field when the Bengals scored in some fucking, I don't know what he was wearing. Um, But got him a penalty. Got him a fucking penalty. Now, that is the part of that I don't understand. That is where coaching comes in. See what I'm saying? People don't realize. I told you, coaching's overrated. Players win games, coaches lose them. Well, the structure, the infrastructure, the, the culture, the discipline, everything else comes from the head coach who is also the CEO, who is also the COO, who is also the motherfucker accountable for the entire situation. Just so you know, the organization of the Cincinnati Bengals, who has no indoor arena uh, football facility to practice in, now becomes the ghetto school organization. They're the shit organization. They're the undisciplined one. They're the shitty one. This cat ran on the field in slides and a wife beater. Like, <laughs> do you know that that is solely on Zach fucking Taylor? Have you ever seen a motherfucker do that on the New England Patriots? I, I'm just going to ask and wait for the fucking guy. I just want to ask and wait for a, a response from everybody. We got 150 people on YouTube right now. I appreciate everybody. Shout out to all you guys for coming in. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member today. $1.99 to get you a lot. Just put it that way. Um, you won't even know you spent the motherfucker. You're at fucking Starbucks today. As soon as this show ends, getting a fucking whatever that shit's called macchiato or whatever that shit is. So... Have you ever seen a motherfucker run on the field and wife beater and fucking slides <laughs> for the New England Patriots? That is where the head coach definition, in my opinion, comes in. That is where the culture and the head coach wins you games by winning six days out of the fucking week. The seventh day takes care of itself because you just won six days out the week. You did right in the community. You did right in the weight room. You did right in the classroom if you're in college. You did right in the community if you're in the NFL. You actually were in the meetings. You fucking understood the playbook if you're in the NFL. That's what you get paid for to do. But that is when you see the culture coming through and what the head coach has created. Yeah, I'll be honest with you cats, dog. The NFL is very, very closely matched in all facets. D-line, O-line, running back, wide out. DB, linebacker, kicker, punter. Everybody is pretty fucking evenly matched in the NFL. There's not a huge disparity. Even if you want to talk about how shitty Jacksonville is and how shitty the fucking Lions are and how shitty this is, the NFL is very, very evenly matched. It comes down to a Matthew Stafford, a Joe Burrow, a Tom Brady, an Aaron Rodgers, 
maybe a Patrick Mahomes at times, maybe a fucking Allen at times. But other than that, dog, it's the quarterback that separates these teams. Everybody else is pretty fucking evenly matched. And you can say the Bengals got there without any O-line. Just so you know, though, I want to give you a little football fucking lesson here. Cincinnati Bengals O-line are, are pretty good run blockers, just so you know. But I'll break it down for you um, why they do that, because they're all wobble bodies. The entire O-line for the Cincinnati Bengals are fucking guards playing center, guard, and tackle. And if you look at their body type, you don't really see a fucking legitimate NFL tackle on their roster. They're guards. So guess what they do? They fall over. They lean on people. They can get pushed because they're 350-pound wobble bodies, and they run the football pretty decently. They ran it pretty decent last night on the Rams. But what don't they do? If you're always leaning on your toes, what are you doing when you're pass protecting for all you fucking coaches on Twitter? You have to learn how to kick slide and get back and fucking unbalance yourself and use your arms and keep your length and keep them at bay. When you run blockers, you fucking grab, you reach, you miss, you lunge. And when it becomes a pass protection, you struggle. Well, they're very horrible pass protectors. That's why they got the record in the Super Bowl for seven sacks. What did he get sacked? 30 times in the playoffs? 30 times in four games, this motherfucker got sacked. Um, hey, just one of those deals, man. So anyway, um, you know, you just, that's where the head coach wins the game, not anything else. So anyway, that's just part of my slapdick, uh, rant. I'm still not done with slapdick and we're 57 minutes into this thing on this merciless Monday because I'm here for all the fucking no mercy given motherfuckers in this world who I hope are on the slapdick show and podcast hit the like button subscribe become a member today um we got 150 people in the show please hit the like button subscribe I appreciate you guys uh this next segment uh of the of the of the slapdick podcast is brought to you by NordVPN what's more important than peace of mind nothing and that's what NordVPN is here for N-O-R-D to give you peace of mind while you're online and with all the threats that you face today on the internet, it is more important than ever to sure to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN, the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. You can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the operating system, with NordVPN. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off NordVPN. Plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guaranteed. Go check it out, NordVPN. Um, go check it out.com. Go tell them Slap Dick sent you. So, appreciate everybody joining the show, coming in. Um, show is growing, and I appreciate it, getting members, so we can get this thing to the next level. Um, I'm going to discuss AD. Um, I'm not as high on AD as all these dick writers are. Um, I look at dominance in a different manner, 
Um, so I guess I'll be the one that gets hated on more, but I love it. I told you I love getting hated on, dog. My dick gets hard doing that, getting hated on by you fucks. It really does. Everybody on Twitter and Instagram who 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 have never coached anybody, anything, but they know more than me. <laughs> I, it blows my fucking mind. These fucking donut-eating, fat, fucking 600-pound life fucks that are breaking couches every single day. They have to go back to the fucking... Goodyear, a Goodwill store. They got to get a new couch every fucking day because their fat fucking ass can't seem to stop breaking them. Knows more than me. (laughs) Oh, my God. Trevor Burns, I know you'll outcoach me. I wish somebody would outcoach your last name, motherfucker. You, you're the only one that misspelt your last name. They misspelt your last name on the birth certificate. It's supposed to be B-U-R-N-S, motherfucker. They spelt your name B-E-R-N-S. You need to go fucking, you need to go back to the fucking Social Security office and tell them they misspelt your fucking name. Tell them that you are an absolute fuckstick and you would like to be called Burns, B-U-R-N-S, like the normal fucking way they spell it. So don't come in this motherfucker thinking you're going to talk, motherfucker, because talk that talk. I'll talk to you tomorrow, but they misspelled your name. I just want you to know. Tell your mom and daddy. Uh, I'll send you guys slapstick whiskey or something to, to ease the pain because your motherfucking last name has been misspelled, dumb fuck. So anyway... But shout out to this motherfucker with the misspelled name because he's a member. So I love it. I love that you are a member. And uh, Trevor Burns, hey, you're a member, dog. You could call in, brother. Anytime you feeling froggy, just fucking leap. See, that's what motherfuckers don't get. That's why I created this platform, dog. Shit. Come on now. Motherfucker, I'm the best speller in this motherfucker, my mom's boyfriend, but you are a member too, so good for you. By the way, anytime we want to have a spelling bee, motherfucker, let me know. We'll we'll have a fucking spelling bee. Because uh, your name is my mom's boyfriend. So that tells me that that's some weird pedophile-ass shit going on in your motherfucking house. But we're not going to get to that right now. I should do a comedy skit segment of this fucking show so I can clown your motherfucking asses every so often to get a little froggy. But anytime you want to get froggy, just leap. That's the, you know, maybe I'll call that fucking segment, you know, froggy. You feeling froggy? Leap. Call in. Um, anyway... Kyler Murray, dog, Kyler Murray, I've already discussed a little bit. You know, he's becoming the James Harden of the NFL. Um, He is fucking, he's fucking demanding shit now. And he hasn't done nothing. That is where we're headed, society, world, everyone out there that's listening. That is where we're headed, we're demanding shit without ever earning shit. 
And I'm not going to spend too much time on this one because I already talked about him. But it's unbelievable for any of you that support him or have the... You guys are the same people. (laughs) You're fucking supporting a shitbird. Because he needs to earn his fucking stripes. But Stephen A to call out the coach for his fucking shitty play is unbelievable to me. That's why I said coaching's over fucking rated. Players win games, not fucking coaches. But anyway... Mayor Garcetti, he's the mayor of Los Angeles because I'm, I'm, a, I'm an hour three minutes in and I'm still on slapdicks because I have to stop and clown motherfuckers for talking shit. Um, but Mayor Garcetti, the L.A. mayor who's a fucking slapdick, now is the world record holder. He has to be the world record holder, dog. Let's be real. He has to be the world record holder for holding his motherfucking breath. Can I please give it up to Mayor Garcetti for holding the world record for holding his breath? Because I didn't see a mask, motherfucker. I did not see a mask in the game yesterday. But yet L.A. still has a mask mandate. It's funny because I was in Arizona all weekend and I don't see a mask in sight. I don't see a fucking mask. And it's funny because I haven't seen an outbreak in Arizona, even though contrary to belief, you guys all said there was and all this old shit. And I didn't see a fucking, I haven't seen a fucking outbreak. But L.A. continues to have higher fucking cases and we still have masks on. What, what's going on? I don't get it. I don't get it, dog. But, you know, hey. Mayor Garcetti and Governor fucking Newsom. Hey, keep 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 telling these motherfuckers that you're holding your breath. That that is some Donald Trump shit right there. I'm be honest with you. That has to be some Donald Trump shit where he says some shit and expects you to believe it. Like <laughs> I don't know. Las Vegas mass mandate was lifted. And the kids started throwing their mask all over in celebration. Did you guys see that shit? Give it up to the kids, man. They, 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 get, they knew that the mask wasn't helping them at all. Because a lot of times in life, if you, if you haven't realized, kids, youngsters, actually listen and observe more than you ever will believe or ever will think they do. Man, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to fucking tell you. They're fucking very, very observant, and they see through the bullshit. And uh, they're seeing through that shit. I'm going to be honest with you. They threw that shit all over, and it was funny as hell. I loved it, man. I'm going to be honest with you. I love Scottsdale. I've been there before, obviously, but I never really hung out there and seen some things uh, that I saw. Um, it's not just because they don't give a fuck about the mask and all that shit. You know, there's other states that do that shit. But uh, it's just the vibe. I liked it, man. It's very similar to Cali as far as the weather. They don't It don't rain much there, which is it sucks too. But at the same time, it's a desert. You know, fuck. I don't think, I think they've, they've survived this fucking long. Um, but uh, it's just crazy, man. Um. Fuck, I'm going to look into moving to fucking Scottsdale, maybe. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I enjoyed my time there. Um, so, 
We're into the hot take segment, man. Super Bowl halftime show. Snoop, Eminem, 50 Cent, Mary J, Kendrick Lamar. Um, where was Ice Cube? Where was Ice Cube? See, that shit to me. See, I want everyone to know who's not from Cali or L.A. I want everyone to understand something. Ice Cube is L.A. Ice Cube is L.A. And if you don't know that, you you just don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not going to beg you. Snoop Dogg is not Snoop Dogg's not L.A. Ice Cube is. Um, Snoop Dogg is more globally known than Ice Cube, though, in my opinion, as far as in the rap business, in the rap game. But the movie, the, the movie Cube, the movie side of Cube, which has got him pretty you know, rich and made him really famous and this shit. He is LA when it comes to rap business, movie mogul, all these things. He is the hip hop, you know, LA esque king of LA. Ice Cube is. It, it kind of fucked me up because everyone loves it. They think it's the best halftime show of all time and all that. I got to give it up to. The layout of the map on the ground that whoever created that man needs to have a fucking statue built after that motherfucker. Um, because I'm be honest with you, that map on the ground, unless you're from L.A., would never understand what it was and what it took to make that motherfucker. That is literally what L.A. looks like. If you're flying into the motherfucker, what you saw on the ground is what L.A. looks like. At night, at night. So that for that to be a map underneath that whole thing. And then when Tam's burger sign, I saw the Tam's burger sign and I was just like, damn, if they would have had Louis burgers too, that's just kind of, you know, Tam's is an LA thing. It's a, it, it, but it's also a very, very Compton thing. It's along with Louis burgers. Um, I just thought it was a pretty much cold set. Dr. Dre gave up six million of his own money to make the set. So shout out to Dr. Dre for putting that together. Um, you know, Mary J was the disappointment. I thought the song selection was horrible. She went from an upbeat situation to a slow jam. And I just thought it was a bad selection of songs. I think that the shit would have blew up if Method would have rolled out with her. Method Man. And Ice Cube comes out at the end. I think it would have been an all-time high. I don't believe it ever would have been matched. Those two people missing. And then you had Dollar Bill, uh, Dollar, Dollar, Dollar Bill, y'all, hanging upside down who jumped down and almost had a fucking pass out 50 Cent, a.k.a. Dollar, Dollar Bill. That motherfucker would look like he was about 320. He looked like my ass hanging upside down. And then for him to come out there and then them, for, not, for them to be able to cuss, I just think hurt, hurt the whole thing. And obviously they weren't going to let him cuss. Um, I just think that was a bad situation. But it was a great eyeball test. They passed the eyeball test, I guess. And uh, it was much better than any other fucking halftime shows they have with J-Lo or any of these other fucks out there. Some of the motherfuckers. But I just got to be honest with you. I, I kind of want to throw it in the slapdick part of it. But I just I like rock. I like the rock. And I like what he stands for. 
Um, but how bad was the rock and the introduction? Like everyone else is is loving that shit. How bad was that motherfucker? Like, why was it an hour long talk about nothing? <laughs> like, it was an hour long talk about absolutely nothing. Holy fuck, dog. I, I did not understand what the fuck he was doing. And I saw some people kept putting, um, like, pictures on his story. Like, he was practicing that shit in front of no crowd for the last, like, five days or some shit. <laughs> so, I don't get it. All right, so, I got to get into it, man. Um, I'm going to throw the poll question up there because I'm interested to get my people on YouTube's interaction uh, the poll question of the day, man, was that the best Super Bowl show of all time? Was that the best Super Bowl show of all time? Um, hey, no, I don't know if it was. I had to yell at my dogs. Um, I try to mute it when I yell at them so you don't hear me. But um, was that the best Super Bowl show halftime show of all time? So that's the poll question. Uh, you know, let me know what your feelings like. And uh I, I liked it. You know, I think it could have been better with some things, but it is what it is. But how bad was The Rock? See, I say shit on Merciless Monday that nobody will fucking say because I get no fucks. I don't want to give a fuck about, mer you know, I have no mercy, especially on Merciless fucking Monday. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, I love The Rock. Don't get it twisted. Uh, but, you know. A lot of stars in the game. Jay-Z, LeBron, fucking all the actors that were there. Not a mask in sight. But guess what? All the kids in L.A. today have a mask on inside and outside at school. <laughs> so, eh, that being said, what the fuck's going on with the LeBron points deal? This has to be the dumbest fucking post or stat that I've ever seen. Let's discuss this shit. LeBron James has, they've posted a thing that says LeBron James surpassed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in total points, including the playoffs. So, I responded, I said, wait up, am I missing something? I know I'm not a math major, but I am a motherfucking hustler. But am I missing something? Because he trails Kareem by over 2,000 points still in the season. But they're like, no, Coach, but his combined playoffs and record, he's over Kareem. And I'm like, <laughs> motherfuckers all talk, dog, but they never listen. They never grasp the true concept. They just see a motherfucking bleacher report or some big outlet post some shit. And then they they think it's the gospel. It's not the gospel. So LeBron surpassed Kareem in total points, including playoffs. But he trails Kareem by 2,000 points during the season. So why are we posting that? I, I, I want to know why is that a thing? Well, coach, you don't understand. No, I, I do understand. I'm not a fucking tard. But I'm going to break this down to you, and, and I want you motherfuckers to understand something. 
Do you guys understand that Kareem played 237 playoff games and LeBron still has a couple more years to play, I assume? Has yet he has played over 266 playoff games? So he's played 30 more playoff games than Kareem and still trails him by 2,000 points. But we want to make a fucking post about it to give LeBron some credit that he has yet to really earn and start up some shit. He will never surpass Kareem in anything meaningful, in my opinion. You can play as long as you fucking want and be as old as Jesus and pass him in points. But he will never pass him in championships, MVPs, any of that old shit. Kareem is the GOAT, man. I just truly believe it. I'm a Kobe guy, too. LeBron's not even in my top five. But that's just me. We're not even going to get into that discussion right now. But he trails Kareem by 2,000 points during the season and has played 30 more playoff games. And we want to give him the most point total. You know what that tells you, Brad Richardson? If he played 20-plus years, Kareem did. I think Kareem played 20 years. I don't know. So did Kobe. I mean, so did everybody else. Jordan. I mean, they all played that long. But for him to play 20 years and play in 30 less playoff games than LeBron, what does that tell you guys? tells me that a motherfucker dominated and they played very many, much fewer games than LeBron. And got shit done. LeBron got to go to a game seven every year just to try to get a chance, a chip, and then loses a motherfucker. <laughs> um, yes, Kareem started with the Bucks. Thanks. I didn't know that. <laughs> I know you're talking to somebody else, uh, Floyd, but I'm just talking. If you don't know that Kareem started with the Bucks, then you're fucking, you don't need to be on any sports shows ever, ever, period. Um, anyway. No Mercy Monday, Merciless Monday. We, we got a lot of shit to discuss. We got a lot of shit to discuss. Um, I want to go take a piss break. I want to show you. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a little video. I'm going to get back to you in two minutes. Um, and uh, we're going to finish the show strong. I do have a fucking trivia question. I won't put it up right now because you guys will Google the fuck out of it. But we're going to see how many scholars are out there. How many of you motherfuckers are scholars? Hey, 150 people in the in the chat. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member. I appreciate you guys. Um, please become a member. Fuck. They shut off my screen. So because they're fuck sticks. And give me two minutes. I'm going to pour me a drink. Get me a stick. And... Uh, I'll be back in two minutes. Listen to this Merciless Monday from two weeks ago. I'll be right back. Hold tight. Hey, you prepare for tomorrow today. But Move. You guys got to chill the fuck out. You know, Move. I got too much going for all that. Damn. But anyway. Move. This motherfucker came out. And Shanahan came out and said he loves Jimmy G. And Stephen A. stopped everything on the show today and came out and said, lies. You just lied to America. 
And I'm sitting there like, damn, this motherfucker has not a fucking clue about a player and coach relationship because you didn't fucking play the game. But yet this motherfucker says he's as good as anybody at calling football when he don't know when he didn't play the game. And that's the fucking ego and ignorance of these motherfuckers because you don't know what you don't know, motherfucker. You were never in that locker room. You were never coached and you never played. You don't know what the brotherhood's like. You played HBCU shitty ass fucking division three basketball motherfucker and didn't even start. Yo, yo, yo. Cheers. Cheers to everybody. Merciless Monday on the Slap Dick Podcast. I appreciate you. A few cats left the show because I guess I went and got a drink, you know. It is life. That's what life is. Um, poll question. Is it the best Super Bowl halftime show ever? It's an opinionated deal. We don't know. There's no data on the motherfucker. Um, there's no data, right? There's no data. TJ, I did talk about that fuck stick that ran out. I said, have you ever seen a fuck run out in a wife beater and fucking slides on the New England Patriots? Fuck no. Never seen that shit. Um... Anyway, we're here for No Mercy Monday. Um, we've discussed a lot. We've been on an hour and a half, and we got some contrary to beliefs in. We got some slapdicks in. Talked a little Kyler Murray comparison versus fucking James Harden. You know, um, how The Rock was long-winded as fuck. And how LeBron's... Total point post is literally might be the dumbest fucking post meaning. I mean, the most meaningless post I've ever seen in my life. It absolutely means fucking nothing. But we're coming into the no mercy Monday main discussion. You know, merciless Monday. I don't give a fuck. I got to point out some things. We literally as society has have run out of things to talk about. We've run out of productive shit to do in life. We have zero to talk about. We have nothing to work on. <laughs> like, we don't have shit to work on. Like, you motherfuckers can't get better as human beings out there. Because nobody has pushed you to do something. See, growing up, I'm going to be real with you guys. I'm going to be honest with you. And TJ can vouch for me. It's in the room right here. A few people that know me can vouch for me. If people think that I was an asshole on that show, you should have saw them film me during a bye week. Because you motherfuckers would have really, really either loved or hated me. Hate me now, love me later. You can get the merch on CoachJBStore.com this week. Make sure you check that out. I will have all the new merch up. Hopefully, the new Slapdick Cigar will be out within a couple weeks as well. That is a great stick, by the way. Pat Perez loved it. Um, I just got to be honest. My dad or myself, so the most important week of a football season is bye week. See, people don't realize that. 
You have to kick the shit out of bye week. You have to win bye week. And too many coaches think that is a fucking off chill week. We're going to chill, dog. I'm more of an asshole during bye week than you can never fucking imagine. I'm a fucking maniac on bye week because I cannot let up. We have to kick bye week's ass. Same as this topic of discussion here. We've run out of productive shit to do because nobody pushes you to work on something that you don't know how to do. Kids don't know what the fuck they're doing. So nobody's pushing them to do something. Hey, dog, I want you to clean the fucking garage. You don't have shit else to do? How about not turn into a fat fucking obese fuck? And how about you go clean the fucking garage? Can you go clean the fucking garage? Can you go sharpen the tools for your tool shed? Because we're not sharpening our tools, dog. We just keep allowing shit to come over and over and over. And everything's becoming lazy results. Results are lazy. It's from lazy fucking outcomes. We're not working on shit. We're making fucking Pamela and Tommy Lee movies. Like, come on, dog. Are, are you fucking shitting me? We had to make another Candyman movie and another Halloween. Let me get to my point here on why this is such a topic for me because it's no Mercy Monday and Merciless Monday. We have run out of productive shit to do in life. This is why. We make another Candyman movie. <laughs> we made another Halloween. And it's twofold here. It's a two-pronged fucking pitchfork. We have shit, nothing else to do. We're lazy as fuck, so we don't want to recruit as college coaches no more, so we'll just pluck out of the portal. Fuck high school. Fuck Juco. We'll just take another kid out of the portal. We don't got to really work too fucking hard. Everybody needs to get out of the portal, so they'll come see us, right? Well, actors, job CEOs, employers, employees, we've also become fucking very lazy. And we don't really have any work ethic because nobody's ever pushed us. So what do we do? We go make another fucking candy, man. Let's not work too hard and think of a new fucking movie. And a new innovative outside the box type of movie. Let's just come out with another fucking candy man. Let's just make another Halloween. Okay. This is the left side of the pitchfork talking. We're lazy as fuck as producers. We're going to make another Halloween. We haven't seen enough mile Michael fucking Myers. But then the right side of the pitchfork is this cancel culture lazy fuck that everything wants to. They just want to bitch and moan. So Michael Myers goes and kills a homosexual couple on the movie. And they want to cancel a made up movie star. <laughs> they want to cancel a motherfucking actor in a fake movie. Oh, I got to ask, dog, is there nothing else to do in this motherfucking world? Because I just went to Scottsdale from L.A., the biggest city in, in the world, in my opinion, that means something. And I found more to do in Scottsdale than I could do in L.A. right now. I'm like, dog, L.A. is such a shit show. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Maybe I'll go over there. So I know there's shit to do. I know there's shit to do. But, but we want to fucking be lazy as fuck and create the same old movie, 
We want to now go after a motherfucker for killing a homosexual couple in a horror movie. Maybe he just happened to kill every single fucking human being on the movie. And two of them happened to be gay. <laughs> but you want to cancel them motherfuckers? Dog, you understand he's not real, right? Hey, cancel culture. You guys know that this motherfucker's not real, right? You know he's a fake guy, right? So you want to go after the real producer of the show, right? <laughs> Dog, you literally have zero life. You have zero life. There is not a humanly possible way that you're out there helping any human get better. Anybody. You cannot be helping anybody get better in life. You're self-included, Okay. Yourself included. You can't be helping anybody get better in life. If you're worried about Candyman or Michael Myers killing a homosexual couple in a fucking made-up movie, I, I I don't get it. I really don't get it. It's hard to discuss this shit anymore because, but I have to bring you Merciless Monday. Ash is about to get no mercy right now because I'm going to fucking choke fuck him because he keeps fucking with the grown dogs. Um, so let me elaborate a little further, okay? Ky- Kyler Murray now has, has also... He's being this addition to the enabled fucks who expect instant gratification, <laughs> James Harden, Kyrie, Kyler Murray, they've all included, they're all now included in this fucking conversation that I have. Stephen A wants to come out and blame the coach. Look, Cliff and this, this and that. Look, Cliff's a slapdick and a shady motherfucker, but let's start putting some fucking blame. Let's start putting some blame on the fucking people making the millions of dollars that in turn now want to force trades or sit out or not play games or miss practice or not take the shot or etc cetera, etc cetera. it's fucking unbelievable let's blame the coach ben simmons is of the world how about that fucking i got mental health really it's gone now huh now you're good to go you can go to the nets dog you don't have mental health no more cuz we 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 forgot we choose mental health. It don't choose us. <laughs> How the fuck did we choose mental health? I wish I could turn on and off mental health like this, dog. I wish I could. If I had that app that you fucking dumb motherfuckers would download in a minute, I guarantee you would pay $1.99 for that app. If I told you, hey, I got an app, dog. It gets rid of mental, de- it gets rid of mental health. Would you download it? <laughs> I should do that. I think I should make an app that says... Whatever, I'm going to come up with some type of app that's going to get rid of mental health. I think I'm going to come up with that, motherfucker. And I'm going to sell it to you dumb fucks who really believe it. Because you believe it. You motherfuckers really will believe it. Because I see the shit you believe now. I really be- I see the shit you're believing right fucking now. So you would buy an app if I told you it got rid of mental health. If I told all the men in the room I got an app that'll show your dick to be five inches bigger, you would buy it. 
And then we could compare, we can compete with the girls who have all the fucking, you know, the the the, the fucking, you know, the 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 apps that make their fucking parents look better and shit. And, and then you see them and they look like Candyman. <laughs> oh fuck! Pamela Anderson in the eighties turns into Candyman if you take the app fucking filter away. <laughs> I love doing Merciless Monday with you guys, man. I think the show's getting better. It's growing. I'm just being myself here, slipping on some slapdick, chilling. I'm sorry, Elisa. The filters, you know, the filters are very one-sided in my opinion. I think the girls are winning the filter race. I believe you guys are getting over on us. Small dick syndrome men out there who have little wee-wees and cannot filter it. You guys can filter your, let's say, blemishes. I'll be speaking candidly here very lightly. You guys can cover up your blemishes if you have any, right? Um, And I get it. A lot of them are, you guys make these filters for your kids and you make fun things and so on and so forth. Um, But then you have to have a fucking cutoff point, right, ladies? You have to say, man, um, the filter comes off when I meet you on an app or something. If we're really serious on a dating app or whatever you guys do. The filter has to come off at that point because I can't think I'm talking to, you know, J-Lo when then I get to see you and I'm like, hey, ho, who the fuck are you? So I have to just be honest. (laughs) Like, who the fuck is this? Well, you have to let us know. Like, goddamn, you know, I don't know. That's just me talking, dog. That's just me being real. Because um, if I sent you a dick picture and it was, it looked like fucking, uh, you know, fucking Dirk the Diggler or whatever, and then you saw it and it looks like a fucking zipper fucking deal, you're going to be like, hold the fuck up. Then you're going to tell all your friends that he has a little wee wee and da 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 da. See, that's the problem. See, you ladies are covering up your missing teeth, horrible acne, fucked up plugs, fucked up ass, shitty ass weaves, um, all kind of shit. You guys get to cover up. Then we see you and then we're like, hold the fuck up. This is fucking Candyman. You're not fucking candy. <laughs> uh, I know it's not Lisa or Lucy. I'm just saying, no doubt, you know, everyone in here, you know. Uh, oh, Lisa, just ma- make sure you, the world out there, Spotify, iTunes, everybody that's listening. Lisa just said, hold up. We tell our friends about the size regardless. So regardless, you're going to be put on blast, big or small. They talk about them all. That's what Lisa just said to give everyone some perspective on the wee-wee measuring thing. See, I don't kiss and tell. I don't go around doing it. I don't do it. I don't know. I can't do it. You know, 
Can I go around, though, and tell everybody that, A, this bitch had no front tooth. But the fucking filter, she had capped teeth, very white. (laughs) This motherfucker had no front tooth. Can I tell my friends that? Now, there is an old adage out there that people, you know, girls that had no teeth can suck a mean dick. Now, that is a th- that is something that is out there floating around. I don't know. I haven't really uh, had oral, uh, friendly oral from a toothless broad. Um. Where did this show turn? I have no fucking idea. I apologize to everybody out there listening. Um, or I don't, because it is not Merciless Monday. <laughs> and I really don't give a fuck what's being said right now. Because I don't script this shit. This is just what it is, right? Um, Man, I got news for you guys. Most 10-inch dick, dick guys out there can't fucking please a woman. Just so you guys are clear. I just want to make sure I'm throwing that out there to all you guys. All you guys out there who think um, (laughs) that you're really pleasing the woman. Just so you know, she is going in the bathtub underneath the nozzle to get off. She's not using you, bruh. It doesn't matter how big your wee-wee is. You understand she pushes out a fucking kid. And if your dick is bigger than a kid, then you, my friend, belong in a fucking museum of natural fucking historical fucking uh, historical landmark. You are now a historical landmark. So she pushes out a 10 pound baby just so you're clear about it. She's going under the nozzle. She's going to take the shower head. She's going to turn that motherfucker on a certain way. She's going to go get off on her damn self. You don't understand that. It ain't your dick size. And if you got a little wee-wee, I'm sure Lisa and Lucy would tell you, your tongue better be legit, right? Your tongue better fucking be legit. Um... Sylvia, uh, shout out to Sylvia. Sylvia, are you a real woman or are you the woman that uses a woman's name and because your wife wears the pants and is this a guy? However you heard me say that, either way, just to have a female's name on your thing, I'm going to give you a fucking shout out, Sylvia. We are getting increasing. We're increasing the woman size of women in here. Um. Uh, I don't know where we go. I don't know where we went. I don't know what I was talking about. I just know that all you dick men out there, if you have a wee wee, big, small, medium, indifferent, you're not going to be the fucking all pleaser of women. Just so you know, she can get herself off better than you. And I think she probably has a female friend who can get her off better than you, too. So just be happy about the shit. Um... Just be happy about her lying to you. You think you're putting in work in the moment and she's telling you that you're the biggest and the best. And then later on, she's literally telling somebody else the same fucking thing because she has male friends. Uh, 
And I told you, don't let your female girlfriend have a male friend because they're going to be telling the motherfucker how big his dick is next week. You guys better be careful out there. Don't fucking do it. Um, I know not all women are bi, Lisa. I apologize. But I think 99% of you are. So, anyway... um. Ah, <sighs> uh, what a great we have we do Lucy, I agree. We have great segues here. Um on this slapdick show. It's growing, you know, it's a good deal. Um A lot of guys are very, very hurt by women telling them they have a small wee wee. I don't believe you th- I don't underst- I don't think you guys understand this. Lisa and Lucy, you have to stroke our ego. We are very egotistical humans and creatures. You have to stroke our ego and tell us we have donkey dicks. Because if you don't do it, then we're, you know, some motherfuckers just kill themselves. Like it's crazy. These motherfuckers might just go kill themselves. <laughs> um,. It's funny, bro. It's funny shit. Um, let's take some calls on the Dirk Diggler hotline. We're gonna take some calls. Um and I'll give you the trivia question. And I, I would like to get like three people in at one time. So if if one person don't get it, I can see the second person and he could try to get it, and then I can see the third person and he could try to get it. Um, so that way nobody's Googling it. And then I got to change the question up because I'm trying to be a nice guy and just give people, I could see most people just give one question. You don't get it. Fuck you. Boom. I try to give a few people answer questions and shit like that. So I think you rock the gear and get some decent shit out of it. And you know, it's cool shit. Miller Galt said he'll call in. Um, Lisa, I am not turned up. This is my first sip of whiskey. I'm not, this, I think I've done a hell of a job. Bringing the energy, the noise, the topics, um, without even being on any type of intoxicated fucking liquid. Any intoxicating liquid I have yet yet to be on. Appreciate it. I'm going to post the link. And... uh, I didn't hear how many of you guys thought the poll question was okay. The best Super Bowl halftime show ever. I don't know what you guys thought in. Trevor Burns will call in with the E, B-E-R-N-S. Uh, I will give my man, everybody, an opportunity to chop it up. Um, I put the link in the chat, so it is in there. I'll put it in there a few times so you guys have it. Um. And call in. I'll give you the trivia question. Willing to win some merch, a book. So far and so. I don't know about the Prince one. I like Prince, man. I did like Prince. Um, but. So the first caller, I'm letting you guys know. The first person in was Brian. All right. My North Carolinian. North North Carolinian. 
He was the first one in the show. Why though? My boy from Florida is in the second one in the show. And then if there's a third one, I'll wait a second. But Brian will get the first crack at the trivia question. I think Brian's a smart motherfucker, by the way. But see, Brian, Wido, King Bernie's the third one in the house. All right, so we got three in the house. Uh, I'm going to go with the trivia question first. And if the trivia question is answered, then we'll just, I'll just take the other callers and we'll just chop it up. And we could even have a fucking three-way. Not a menage a trois, Lisa, but a three-way. Uh, that is when grown men have a three-way conversation, uh, not a menage a trois. And I don't want, I know you have twisted mind over there and you thought that's what I meant. But see, all guys aren't, aren't, aren't nasty like that. See what I'm saying? I, I didn't think that at all. I just said a three-way call, phone call. We, we started three-way calls back on the old school days, Lucy. We had three-way calls on our landlines back in the late 90s. So, um, Miller Galt. See, a lot of you fucks don't listen. You just hear. I posted the fucking chat in the link. It's right there in the link. Click, click that and you can post it. Um, Brian's the first one calling in. Brian, what up, dog? Hey, coach. How's it going? Man, it's going good. It's going good. I'm going to post this trivia question. Hey, King Bernie and Wido, you got to like... I don't know what you could do, dog. You got to show me your hands. You can't be Googling the question and shit because if you don't, if Brian don't get it, I'm going straight to Wido. All right, Brian, you ready? Here's the trivia question, dog. I got, here's the, here's the trivia question. I got a, it's a, it's, it's, you know, I'm not going to just always show football and basketball shit. It's going to be some real shit because I got to teach a lot of these illiterate fucks in the chat how to spell, how to write, do other things. So here it is. What language has the most words? You on the ticker, dog. Ten seconds. What language has the most words? Whew. Coach. Well, I'm, I'm just going to go with English because. Ah, that is it. That's it. You got it. <laughs> Brian got it. Everybody else was Googling that shit. Um, what up, Brian? You good? Hey, I'm good. Hey, uh, hey, how many plays did that uh, offensive coordinator for the Rams call last he night? He called absolutely zero. He called absolutely <laughs> zero calls. He called zero plays. But everybody thinks he's the new thing, and so is that. You know, just by the way, I have a couple players on the Niners, and I was trying to tell people, like, you understand I know who calls the plays for the Niners. So when I post shit about a motherfucker that went to Miami and that weird old pedophile-looking fuck who's now the head coach got the job, and I'm like, you understand he's got not called plays. And even if you called plays, it's a totally different animal as being a head coach. We hired... Um, and the NFL thinks they checked the box by hiring a mixed cat, right? And that's, that's what's fucked up about this whole thing. But the bottom line is head coaching and calling plays is totally different things, even though he has done either. But we're gonna, let's just say we'll go with the narrative he called plays. It's totally a different animal going in there and managing another side of the ball other than the one you call. So let's go get all these grown men in the men league on defense and uh, to buy into what the fuck I'm saying as the head coach. Do you think that weirdo motherfucker is going to go in there on the defensive side and get them motherfuckers right? Let's go, motherfuckers. I'm going to choke the fuck out of one of you. No, he ain't going to do that shit. That motherfucker will piss on himself. So I don't know. Um, that's just what I think. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, 
But no, he didn't call anything, man. I appreciate you calling in, Brian. I'll holler at you. Call back call tomorrow. Him. I'll be back tomorrow to talk that talk. All right, brother. Peace. I'll see you. Wido, what up? Coach, man, you already know what it is. Are you rocking the slapstick? First and foremost, hold on, Coach. I got I to gotta break it down. I woke up this morning not knowing how to coach football and not knowing anybody that really knew how to coach. And I want to let everyone know I woke up today. Matter of fact, I woke up about 30 minutes ago still not knowing how to coach. But I know somebody who does. You know, I know somebody who does now. You know what I'm saying? That's right. I hear that. Good looking out. Give it up. Slapdick hoodie in the house. Appreciate you, dog. I appreciate you. Hope if, I hope it's all right. Just so you know, that hoodie right there is the old one. The new ones are 10 times better, better filling, better fitting, the whole deal. So I'm just letting everyone know that has a slapdick hoodie. Do not, don't underestimate it. The new ones are much better. That's why I don't like putting my name on shit that's not very good. So that's why I wanted to increase and be better. So that's why I created the new merch and found a better um, material and everything. So it's a much better line that JB's name is under. So I appreciate you, dog. You got a question, dog, or anything? Just shooting the shit or what? What's going on? You got a question about anything or are you just chilling? I definitely, you know me, I definitely got some questions for you, coach. Oh, I, I got one to set it off. I think you already broke down what a slap dick is. We know what a shit bird is, and we know what a fuck stick is. Let me ask you, Coach JB, what is and what makes a mark ass bitch? <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, I'll answer that question as I bring on my next caller, and uh, I'll holler at you hopefully tomorrow. Hey, y'all love, Coach. All right, peace. Man, a mark ass bitch. Hold up real quick for me, King Bernie. Uh, a mark ass bitch. <laughs> Is 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 a cat is a mark. If you're in the hood, you from the hood, you understand what a mark is. And a mark is a motherfucker that basically has a green light on his bitch ass because he's a snitch, he's a fucking bitch, or he's just a motherfucker in the neighborhood who happens to be a you know a little fucking whining, complaining little fucking bitch that you can't trust. And anyone that's unloyal in the neighborhood is a fucking mark. So you just add bitch to it, and that's what you get. So, you know, is what it is. Uh, King Bernie, what up? What's going on? Ah, uh, chilling. Where, where are you from, Boston? The hat says it all, man. Chicago. Okay. I, you sound like you had a Boston accent right when I heard you. I've been told I have a southern accent. I don't know if that's true or not, but. Okay. What's going on, brother? Not shit, man. I, was, I had a couple questions for you. You know, you already touched on The Rock, you know. I thought that I thought that was corny. That was that was killing my eyes watching that shit on TV. <laughs> I couldn't stand that. No doubt. Uh, oh, Lisa's from Chicago. Why, why, Lisa's why from Chicago. I apologize. What did you say? Go ahead. My bad. What? I said, why is he a figure of football anyway? Why do they got this guy at the fifty-yard line yelling at grown men trying to get him fired up before the game? You know what? You know he played with Ray Lewis. He played with some big-time players at Miami. He was actually pretty decent. Um, he did not make it to the league, and he wasn't. I think he was too stiff um, to to actually. He just was very stiff as a player. So I think the NFL wasn't his thing. And for what he did, with for what it's worth, what he did uh, basically is made fucked yeah, probably a billion dollars on everything he's done. So I give him credit for who he is and everything and what he stands for. He's never had a problem. He's never been a creepy fuck that I know of or weirdo or done anything crazy. 
Uh, he's made his money other than playing football, which that was his ultimate goal. He wanted to play in the NFL. He didn't make it. I don't know why he is a figurehead. I think it's because of the football movies, A. I think he's been in the football movies like Gridiron and fucking different things. So people think of this guy who's a you know pretty big put-together dude. Um, you know, I think they think he's a football guy. So they bring him on. And now, you know, he's part owner of the XFL, and that's a new league again. It's going to start up. So we're going to see. I think people just keep associating him with football. But, you know, I think he was in other football. Wasn't he in that movie Game Plan or something with a little girl? I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's none of that stuff. Nothing that pertains to Rock particularly. Yeah, I don't, um, know. I don't you know. see that? you see that Stafford pass last night, though, the no-look? You know, I – this is a guy that's been doing this for a decade and, and has got no credit for it. You know, they, they keep giving Mahomes all this credit for the no look. You know, Stafford had the no look going way before Mahomes and, you know, doesn't get any credit, you know. He did. He, he did have that. The magician. He did have that. I've always been a Stafford fan. I've always said it. I just said he's always been on a horrible team. He's always put up big numbers. He's always, you know, his interception to touchdown ratio has been higher from than most because he's had to force things because he knows he's never had a run game or a defense and he's all like, you know, fuck, I gotta, I'm out here on my own betting on myself, so let me go all out. He's got to do that on shitty teams. Look at every, how many good quarterbacks do you see on shitty teams? Good quarterbacks on good, on shitty teams usually. Something gives like, okay, the team's not shitty anymore or the quarterback is not good. It's not both. So, right, especially when you're throwing 30, you know, 35, 40 times a game. I mean, you're going to throw interceptions all season. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no question about it. He's a great spinner of the ball. Like I've said five times, uh, five top five, in my opinion, of just spinning the ball. I think Aaron Rodgers even said he's top five to him. So he he can definitely spin it. Um He's not quite Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a little different than everybody I think I've seen throw a ball, but Matthew Stafford is very close, and he's uh, obviously I think he had a hell of a four playoff run for the first time being on a very, very good team compared to being shitty on a shitty team. Um, you know, I think he I think he earned his right uh, right into the Hall of Fame um, for just his stats and numbers because we got quarterbacks in the Hall of Fame with much less than he has, and now he has a Super Bowl ring. So, um I hear that. Yeah. I hear that. What, what do you think about, you know, I brought this topic up the other day and, you know, with this new trans transfer portal and uh, college football, is there a chance that we're going to start seeing quote unquote super teams in college football? I mean, it gives, gives kids an opportunity to play a season and be like, oh man, let's, let's meet up and go to this school, you know, because you can transfer now and play right away. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good question. The biggest mistake was was implementing that. So that's a good question. I've uh, I've actually talked about that a little bit, man. I've told some people, college football coaches, buddy of mine. We actually had that discussion because that was brought up at a convention two years ago, and we were talking about that. Like, dog, this can actually happen. And if let's say Dr. Dre said, "All right, I want to get." Caleb Williams, and I'm going to go pan pick uh, 11 other cats, and I'm going to give you a Beats deal for $2 million, and he'll figure out how businesses can pay that money for him. It ain't coming out of his fucking bank. Um, he can say, you know, why not build a team at SC? Why not, why not James? Why not Dr. Dre and Snoop go get uh, the, the best players from every fucking team and go build another powerhouse at SC with money? Like, that can easily happen. And, uh, 
I don't know, dog. That's an opportunity for that. To, it's really close to happening, in my opinion, and I just believe we're in a free agency market of college football, which is sad to me because I think everything below it is going to suffer, and everything above it is reaping the benefits now, today, but tomorrow they're going to wish they never did it because high school and JUCO are going to implode, and you are going to have no farm system to get kids from when this transfer portal runs out because it will run out. So you can't just stay in the portal and not have any new kids come in it. So it's going to kill this thing off, and I believe it's the worst thing ever to happen. So uh, I appreciate all the calls, dog, and I hope you call back again uh, this week, and we'll chop it back up. All right, brother. All right, brother. JF Cake, what up? What up, coach? What's going on, man? Chilling, dog. Chilling. How you doing? Man, I just got off of work. You already know. Oh, okay. Hour day. No doubt. This is all good. But I got a question, Coach. Um, And, and this is just because I'm a huge UN fan. But you think what Mario Cristobal is doing is, is scaring like a Nick Saban and a Kirby Smart by adding all these staffs like Josh Gaddis and, and Frank Ponce and Kevin Steele. Do you think that's actually going to make some noise within the NCAA? No. I don't. Damn. I'm sorry, Man, dog. I feel like, honestly, I feel like you got that West Coast bias and, you know, no disrespect. I feel like they got good talent, too, but I feel like you do kind of miss out on the South Florida town. Like, you know, it's here. I feel like. Oh, no, that's not biased. That's not biased at all, dog. I know South Florida towns there. South Florida might be the most talented part of this country, but why are, why are, why is Florida, Florida State and Miami horrible? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things we can talk about. I know, I know. But I just told you, I just told you, coach is overrated. So if the talent is there, what's the fucking problem? You know what it is? It's a bunch of lazy fucking recruiting and recycled coaches. So the coaches that are taking these jobs are because, number one, Florida State didn't want to pay. That's why Jimbo left, number one. That's number one problem. They didn't want to compete with the Joneses. Number two, Florida, they got lucky, in my opinion, with the catching Urban after he was leaving Utah, Utah, you know, Utah to Florida. That's a hell of a fucking jump. So guess what? Yeah, I'm going to take that gig. So he got luck. They got lucky with the one of the top five coaches maybe in college football history with Urban. And then Miami has absolutely been dismal because of facilities and no money put into the system. So, you know, you I mean, have all these situations and all the talent is right there between Gainesville fucking, you know, uh, Fucking uh, Miami, you got every single county in Miami from Dade to fucking all the way to goddamn Orlando. You can go to to Lakeland and you could get freaks, but you don't have them staying home. You're getting you're getting beat at Alabama by your dude. Like there's a problem and it comes down to having that dude. And so we know the talents there. So there's no bias on the West Coast at all. But there is a there is a reason we do have the top, you know, player every year come out and get recruited it's from the west coast and i believe truly number one is because we play football year round just like you guys do um, especially at the quarterback position we have the best quarterbacks every year in the country because we play seven on seven fucking year around and i hate seven on seven but that's what you get with these quarterbacks you get the best throwers uh, in America out here with all the money and all the fucking coaches out here in Hollywood trying to be these trainer cats and all this old shit and unfortunately Miami's a great city as fuck and all I love Miami and all that 
but you just don't have that Hollywood type of money when it comes to movies and everything. When all these people come out here and bring their sons, actors, fucking everybody's going to bring their son out here. All the trainers are going to come out here and then they're going to coach the kids out here and you miss out on a little bit of it. But I think talent for talent, Florida, Miami, Florida, state of Florida, period, is, is, is right there, if not the best. Um, it's definitely right there with Cali, Texas, Georgia, South Carolina, in my opinion. It's all the same. Florida's just a much bigger state than those others, except for us. So um, yeah, I love, I've, always, yeah. I've always loved Florida kids. I just, they've always been freaks. I love Florida talent. But for some the reason, reason I'm saying that, they're not good. I'm sorry, Coach. The reason why I'm saying that is because like, uh, Nick Saban picked up Tavares Robinson, who was one of our top recruiters, and, and Kirby Smart just picked up Beanback, who came with Mario Cristobal over to Oregon. So it's like I see these coaches getting poached from left to right, and I feel like they're scared of losing that Miami uh, threshold, which Mario is already putting over by jumping up from, like, the 75th spot in recruiting to, like, the number 14. Yeah. I mean, I know we missed on a couple of guys from, like, Texas A&M and stuff like that, but I just feel like, you know, in a couple of years, like, I, I feel like we're going to have good hope, you know, to be back up there. And like you're just saying about USC and Hollywood and stuff, I feel like uh, Miami's the number one fastest-growing city is going to be like the crypto capital uh, capital in america soon yeah, yeah and there's a lot of rich people in nil deals to be given out so yeah that's yeah. the positive so i'm looking forward i thought you would uh you know i know i know you got your ties to to uh miami and south florida uh i just personally think you wouldn't recruit there because maybe you don't want to deal with certain things in that environment because you have stated that before and i, I do have. understand that hey you're very observant but, i love miami kids but i would only the last three years of my recruiting i only would take the best of the best, I, and I would only take one or two. I started recruiting more northern kids because, you know, I've 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 had I've had probably over at least I would say 150 kids from Florida. Period. Um, you know, very very few of them. Even though I love all the motherfuckers and I've loved them all, very very few of them though wanted to come here for one thing only, and that was to work and get in and get out. A lot of them came for other reasons, and yep. so that's why I started recruiting north. And I was like, you know what? You guys got to figure this shit out, dog. This, this, ain't, this ain't fucking Miami no more. Like that's, But you don't have enough time at my level to do that and, and truly change a, a boy and turn him into a man in, in a mental aspect. I don't have enough time in a, in, in a two-year time period like a four-year school does. And the reason you have so much transferring going on is because these kids who want instant gratification are transferring after one year. Even if you, even if you're a four-year coach now, you're in essence a JUCO coach. You better start learning from JUCO coaches how to manage two-year kids, because that is what their life expectancy is with that kid you sign on signing day. So you better start talking to fucking JUCO dudes, and and I've been telling D1 coaches this in my office for years. Like, dog, you better figure out how to fucking take. So the good ones, guess what? They brought a fucking Pete. They brought this in my office, dog. No shit. And took notes from me. Coach Creighton at Eastern Michigan, who's turning them around, got in a couple of bowl games. In a, you know, that's Eastern Michigan. They're not fucking Michigan. Um, you know, great coaches like Coach Leopold, who's now the head coach at KU. Like, these guys have come in and like, damn, how the fuck did you do this here? And how did you do it so fast? Well, you four-year guys better figure it out because you're going to end up cutting the hand that feeds you, Juco, off. 
because you're fucking going to the transfer portal so much. And then number two, you better learn how to figure out how to manage kids in an 18-month time span because that is what basically you're getting with them. You're not keeping them four years no more like it used to be. You don't get the opportunity to redshirt them no more. So the Miamis, Florida States, and Floridas are the world suffering, in my opinion, along with you can throw in Nebraska, you can throw in USC, you can throw in a few other schools, they're struggling because they're they're putting all their fucking feet in the fire regarding one five-star kid. They get that kid, and he leaves in six months to a year. Now, guess what? You have exhausted resources on this dude. He left your program. You didn't go after the number two, three, four, five kid. You could have got all four of those kids to make your team and roster deeper. Now you went after one dude and got him, and he left you, and he fucked you. And now guess what? Now you see those schools, why they're struggling, because that's one of the many reasons. But that is a reason I just pointed out that a lot of novice fans don't know. So I appreciate the call, dog. I appreciate you uh, listening in, dog. You you a good one, dog. You you had some good shit, and I know you listen, and you know the game and everything, so it's good to hear. Yeah, keep doing your thing, coach. You're making me a lot of money on some of your picks, man. Ah, I'm glad I make somebody money. I appreciate you. All right, right, brother. What the fuck's going on, dog? Peyton Manning's in the house. What up? Hey. What's going on, dog? Man, dude, I'm uh, I'm cooking some Valentine's dinner for my lady, man. You ain't really touched on it too much, bro. You have some uh, plans for Valentine's Day? Man, I do not. I do not have any plans. I got plans with the dogs, man. I'm going to make them some chicken and rice or something, man. You know, the, uh, because, man, dogs are loyal. See what I'm saying? They're the most loyal creatures on the earth. Yeah. So there's not too many things people or I can I can uh, I can trust. So I trust dogs, and uh, you know I'll fucking chill with dogs. I should get some flowers and chocolates for these motherfuckers, but I'm not. Um, no, I don't, man. But I do know this though, man. Um, Lisa just said he's cooking in the kitchen for his lady. Take notes, fella. See, see, Lisa, I love Lisa. You know, she's real and she's very intuitive and she sees everything and women have intuitions and all that old stuff. But it's like the filter, Lisa. Okay, we're going to go back to the filter thing. You got to have that little dick energy to cook in the kitchen like this, bro. You got to have the little dick energy. I See, I don't know. See, I'm learning the dick energy, Gil. I, you see, Lisa knows big dick energy. Then you, she, then, then Lucy, I, heard, I saw her post little dick energy. So I'm trying to figure out what the fuck the differences are. But apparently, um, I know you appreciate that, Lisa. See, so far, Lisa has said, take notes, fellas. He's cooking for his lady. Yeah. So so far he's she's been pro female. Now she just said we appreciate stuff like that again. Again, we women appreciate that. So I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck do the men get out of this thing? Do we get cooked for the rest of the fucking four days or five days of the week? No. Do you clean up the house? No. Do you bring me money to pay the mortgage? No. So, like, why the fuck is it all on the man? I don't know. Like, if you have a girl that's not, that that doesn't want to, like, reciprocate, right? So she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to, you know, take care of my dirty draws or, you know, whatever, like my lady does. That is an ain't shit bitch. 
That is a what? I shouldn't I shouldn't call girls bitches, but she ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, see, that's true. This is the thing, though. Lisa and Lucy, hopefully Lisa and Lucy are in here. Um, I'm curious on this one, man, because a lot of females now, younger ones, in my opinion, are on this progressive tip. And they want to tell you that this isn't 1930. And the women now are breadwinners in the relationship. A lot of them are. And kudos to the women that are breadwinners. Um, But at the same time, women have figured out that if they are a breadwinner or even have access to the bread, they don't need to do anything no more for their man. Now, I'm not saying Lisa and Lucy are that way. I don't believe they are. What I'm saying is there is a lot of thinking this way right now. And I believe they all think now that they are King Dick. And they are running this motherfucker. And I don't, I, hey, each his own, girl. If you can do that. It's not their fault. It's men's fault. No, it, I agree fully. I agree yeah. fully. But I believe that if you're going to be a best friend of an of a, of a opposite sex, if you're going to be best friends, which I believe you have to be to be married or whatever forever. I, I don't, yeah. but I could be totally wrong because I've never even fucking been close to being married. But yeah. What I'm saying is, though, I believe you have to be best friends some way to be together forever. And if you're going to do that, I think it's 50-50 split. It must be 50-50. Like, I would like you to surprise me on a dinner or I'll cook for you or whatever. Um, Or, you know, you clean this day, I'll clean that day or whatever it may be. But nowadays, dog, we got a lot of one-sided shit cracking. Um, Especially, especially, dog, a girl can go on my, or what is that shit called? My fans or whatever. A girl can go on my fans and, and make a hundred racks in a couple days. Shit. She don't need you. Well, I mean, not for money. Yeah. But I mean, if, if money is the only thing that a dude's bringing to the table, then he's, he, he ain't shit either. You know? Well, that's, that's the problem. Guys got money. They think they're King Dick when they're, they ain't shit either. Yeah, uh, well, and that's just folks being assholes, man. Like, you got to treat people like people. And if you care about somebody, then, you know, dress in a goofy-ass Tennessee outfit and cook some chicken parm on Valentine's Day and, like, dumb shit like that, man. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's a lot of a lot of folks ain't about shit in the dating scale, and that's men and women, you know? It's it's both of them, and it's, and it's both of our faults. So, I don't know, man. It's just fucked up, but... Hey, bro, I'm going to let you... Hey, actually, I did have a question for you before I let you go. Yeah. Like, do you cook... Like, if you have a special female coming over, do you cook for them? And if so, like, what's your go-to coochie recipe? Henry, be Go-to coochie recipe. That's a good question. Um, yeah. It all depends, dog. I, I'll ask them. Like, I'll ask them what they like. And if they... And, and as... I'm talking about overall, like, a genre of food. Like, I'll ask them, do they like Chinese? Do they like Italian? Do they like seafood? Um, I'll ask them that question and then I'll surprise them. As long as I know, as long as I know they can't, um, they, they, they aren't, you know, allergic to something or some shit. Yeah. I'll cook something like that and just try to put my own twist to it. You know what I mean? So I'll do that. I'll do that kind of, but I'm dog. I'm gonna be honest. How old are you? I'm 34, 34 years old. I'm going to be straight honest. Uh, Lucy said the panty dropper recipe. This is the thing with me. And I hate, I, I hate, it's no mercy Monday. I hate to be as real as this, but 
And I'm not not to say that I've been a hoe my whole life or anything like that. But if if I if you've had I've I've played I've traveled the world I've been around a few things. If you've had as much ass as I've had, and I'm not saying I'm fucking Will Chamberlain, um, you don't even care no more. You're literally making a good-hearted meal for a woman, and you're down to just chill and sip whiskey, yak, whatever drink she wants, or wine. And I'll just sit and chill and shoot the shit. Yeah. And when I was 10 years ago, shit, I was like, dog, if I, if I can't fuck, I, I didn't leave. But that was that, that was that asshole in me that was like, I don't really want to know you at all. I don't care about what you have going on. And that's that young, that's that, man, I'm probably 20 years ago, not 10. But that's, that was that asshole in me where I didn't, I was really heartless. I didn't really give a fuck. I was on my mission. Uh, still on a mission, but at the same time, I'm just being real and giving real perspective. Like nowadays, dog, shit, it ain't that serious no more. Like it ain't even. And plus, our fucking testosterone ain't the same as it is at your age. So we don't. We gotta wait a while to get another motherfucking heart on. So hey, hey I appreciate I, you, dog. Oh, huh? They got they got something for that though. Oh yeah, I, I'll never take no pills, dog. I can't do it. Shit. No, I, like I can't to, do to it. To fix your testosterone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, hey, dog. If I gotta go to that, I I gotta tap out. Bro, I'm trying to go to that right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey, good luck, brother. Hey, right, I got to bring another cat on. I appreciate you, dog. Hey, happy Valentine, man. Hey, I know you're doing it right for your girl, and I appreciate you guys. I'm doing my best, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, brother. All right, man. Uso, what up? JB, what's good, Us? Nah, chilling, man. Chilling, brother. Hey, one of my old, one of my old uh, Polynesian old linemen are in the house, dog. TJ, man, he's from Long Beach. He's in here, too. Uh, actually, TJ's from Oceanside. Oh, for real? Yeah, TJ uh, <laughs> Mataafa. Shut the fuck up! I know who that is. Do you? <laughs> yeah, TJ. You know, you know this cat, TJ. You know Josh. Um. Anyway, yeah, TJ's in the. He said he knows your brother Jake. Yeah, that's my little brother. He played with. <laughs> hey, I already know these motherfuckers are related, dog. You <laughs> have to tell me. Nah, 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 nah. You know. I ain't one of those polys that's fucking related to everybody, bro. You know you always get down fucking related <laughs> with Palomalu, the Rock, and everybody else. Fucking Booyah Tribe. Nah. Hell yeah, nah. Hey, it ain't it ain't it ain't it ain't even that you're related. I was telling my boy Joe, man, uh, who's now he's now in Miami. He was at Oregon. Uh, oh, Big Joe. Big Joe. Yeah, I was talking to him, man, and I was you know we were talking one day. And we were like, dog, it ain't even about relation. You're still gonna like like TJ knows your brother. Somebody's gonna know somebody. It don't have to. You don't have to be related. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yep. A white, a white motherfucker walking down the street ain't gonna know every white motherfucker. You, you motherfuckers gonna know each other. Best believe that shit. Um, we fucking rock, bro. I mean, it is what it is. Ah, uh, you're right. You're right. You know, what you're right. Um, question I have for you. Uh, let's see. Uh, obviously, being in San Diego, being from outside, uh, I'm a big Charger fan. Um. Fucking broke my heart when they took off on us, though. You think that they'll ever, obviously, with the Rams winning the Super Bowl this year, you'll think they'll ever, like, have a, a strong face uh, in L.A., or you think they should have never fucking made that move in the first place? I, I think it was way much. I think it would have been way better. California would have been much more balanced. It would have left fucking 
It's just a dumb thing, man. You leave another major city for a bigger city. Like, San Diego is a great city to have a fucking pro franchise. Like, why would you leave that motherfucker? Um, but I'm not the billionaire that's making those that's calls. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's like... And now he's... You know, it's fucked up, man, because, you know, these billionaires... You know what, though? These billionaires know more than us, dog. They're billionaires for a reason. I guess they get it. I don't know. The shit that we are all on the outside looking in no, don't know, but it would have been nice balance from Frisco to L.A. to San Diego having a team in each major city. Now we got everyone in L.A. You got fucking everybody there. You can't get in any game. It's like they're busting the prices up. And now I don't believe... But to answer your question, some, some optimistic... Uh, the optimistic side of me tells you as a Charger fan, like, dog, I wouldn't be tripping because there is no true L.A. fan. They're all fake. There's more Ram fans now today than there was yesterday. And that's what's fucked up. There's no yeah. there's no real hardcore fucking L.A. fan. And if they tell you there's been an L.A. Ram fan their entire life like I have because I grew up an L.A. Ram fan, I actually disowned the Rams when they left to St. Louis. I was like, fuck you guys. And... The truth of the matter is, dog, it's like, man, I'm not, I'm not, I, I wouldn't worry about it. Because the Rams don't fucking, they've, they haven't been the most fan base in the, in the SoFi arena yet. They, yeah. every, 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 they had more Cincinnati Bengal fans Everybody's here yesterday. Got, huh? Yeah, both franchises that go there fucking, you know, even though they're at home, it's an away game every time because they ain't got no fucking fans in there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just want to know when San Diego's going to build their own stadium next because the Clippers just did it. I'm curious if San Diego does it, which would be better in my opinion. Um, at least you have your own identity, in my opinion. But that's just me. Um, so, you know. But you do have Herbert. You got a fucking base, a nucleus to build on. You got a pretty damn good secondary. Uh, pretty good D-line, a couple good backers. Uh, you got a good got a running back. Got a lot of cap space next year, too. You got cap space. Yeah, you got a couple good wideouts if Allen turns into what he is. Uh, you know, Williams. Another. There's two big wideouts right there that you can work with. Clear uh, in the backfield. Yeah, I wish you wouldn't have, I wish you wouldn't have got rid of uh, Henry or tight end, but now you got to go get another one, I think, in that regard. You got to get another good one. But other than that, you know. Yeah. Is what it is. We'll see what happens. Um, but I think it'd be all right, dog. I, I think mean, the Chargers are going to be all right. I think the young coach learned from this year, and I think he'll be a better, he'll be a better uh, fucking Cliff Kingsbury. He won't be a bust, in my opinion. I think he's gonna. I think he'll be all right. Yeah, no doubt. And then uh, the the last one, you know, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but the last one I have for you was: Do um, you ever see the game ever like reverting back? You know, to the old days. You know two back um, kind of like what the Patriots did in the beginning of their dynasty. You know, I mean, everything's all spread out now, you know, trips three by one, two by two empty. You ever seen it go back to like going back to like smash mouth football, fucking eye back formation, split back or anything yeah, like that. You know what, man, I, it evolves and people can do it. Like I was doing that shit in the gun. So I was I would run two back ISO out of the gun uh, even in long in, in high school with my boy TJ on the on the on in the chat he was one of my old linemen we used to run like pistol strong and weak which was basically twenty one personnel in the gun and we ran straight up ISO out of the gun um, with a lead back straight full back ISO uh, but 
you know, if you get under center and do it, I bet you money that you would have success because nobody knows how to defend it anymore. Nobody defends it anymore. And every single motherfucker would turn it down because nobody wants that contact anymore. Football is not what it was. And with all the CTE, with all the fucking dumb shit that that goes on as far as, well, I know CTE is real, not dumb, but what I'm saying is, like with all the scared tactics that NFL uses, even though there's more CT and girls soccer than there is in football, they don't want to talk about that. But anyway, with all this concussion people and everything, ain't bang no more, man. Huh? I said people ain't want to bang no more. They don't want. Nah, hell no. Nah. They they're scaring it. Out. They're they're scaring it out of them. So yeah, I if if an offense did turn to that, I would. I, I think you'd gas, folks. And that's that's why I was asking because I mean my last year I, I didn't coach this year but my last year um, I you know I coached in Del Mar and we we still ran the uh, the wing tee and nobody nobody out here in, in Dago runs anything like that and so like you were just saying like everyone's used to being a spread out you know small linebackers and stuff like that and so when we have big boys up front and then you know basically three running backs every play. You know, this smash mouth football and people ain't ready for that. So I was just, you know, seeing if you ever thought that, like I said, it would ever revert back to that um, in the college or in the NFL. I don't know. Does Georgia Tech still run? No. I mean, obviously no. Navy and stuff like that. But no, they don't. Navy, Navy runs triple option and, and army and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, in terms of like, like you said, switching it up and just bringing back the good old, you know, hit you in the fucking mouth days do you ever think that's ever gonna come back to the league nah i don't see it but I, now i don't i could see it in a few years but i don't i don't see future. it right now i don't see it right now um i don't see it right now man i just don't see it i don't know why i i think everyone's scared of that because everyone wants to finesse everybody and stay healthy and stay upright and you you get into 21 personnel and running iso and fucking power downhill at a motherfucker those linebackers got to take some shit on and, and and i think if you run it enough even in the old grown man league a lot of people turn that shit down and especially uh, with the linebackers being so small nowadays man. hell yeah so there's a lot of things to it man that i would i would you know i still ran a lot of that shit even though i was in the gun even at indy we ran a lot of different looks powers a lot of different look uh inside zone plays you know basically split flow zone with a lead blocker different things we did that window dressed it you know it's really old school football but we're just in a gun and and we're doing it a little faster so you know um i mean i'm an inside i'm an inside veer guy dog that's basically iso to the shade if you're a football coach we're running iso to the shade anyway low technique you want to run iso to um you kind of run and run inside zone to the three. I mean, that's how I feel. That's how I look at things. But you can run zone to the shade, but I like running it to the three better. I love running veer and ISO to the shade. And uh, I just think there's angle and opportunity is a lot better. But, you know, hey, we could chop it up in football anytime you want. I know we've already had a couple <laughs> conversations. So, um, Yeah, I'm down with it. Yeah, no Never. doubt. Hey, I appreciate you calling, dog. I'll chop it up this week. Always. Okay, bro. Hello, JB. Um, good call, man. Um, I'm going to get off the audio side of this and turn it to the after hours segment here on YouTube, become a member, subscribe, hit the like button. I appreciate it. We've, we've been over a hundred and 
50 deep in here today, and uh, we're over 110, 13, 15 now. I appreciate everybody. Hit the like button, become a member. Everybody should be a fucking member, $1.99. You guys waste more money on that, on fucking porn apps on your phone. So stop playing. Hey, I appreciate everybody on the audio side, Spotify, uh, iTunes, and Apple. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow for Talk That Talk Tuesday. YouTube, stick around. We'll be back for the after hours. Peace. Transform you in the I hate a storm, hell Mary's, I make it poor. Good I ain't lying, you little giants, we been defying vice. What's the cost? Be the boss, breaking down the walls. We all lean once the coin gets tossed. Got the plan of action.